You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course live. Twitch.tv slash up. Next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, Twitch room. Yeah, it's Tuesday. You know, it is. you know what we do on a Tuesday. It's up next. It, we go up on a Tuesday. We go up on a Tuesday. Yeah, we're your NXT friends. Friends. Friends, and uh, we might be the only people that care about NXT. Hey, lately. stop that! Right? Stop that! Yeah, right. Stop that. Champion gets pinned by Jeff Hardy. Then we tape two weeks. No, I'm joking. I don't. I won't be a negative Nancy. I, I'm going to put one foot forward. And look at the bright side of NXT. Good, you should. Uh, but I, it doesn't look like a lot of other people. I feel well, like it's fuck th- other people. <laughs> fuck other it looks, people. It looks like it looks like it's like the message is developmental, mm. not the third brand development. It definitely seems that way yeah. with uh, Vince. Uh, sorry, uh, Charlotte coming out <laughs> recently and them taking right. like not recognizing those NXT title reigns as a women's championship. Uh, yeah, it, it feels like it's back to being uh, like non-canon, kind of well, like 2013 NXT that we're watching. <laughs> yeah, on the was next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's okay. We'll still be here until until if NXT is ever canceled. We'll be here till the end, and it won't ever happen. We'll be here because birthday boy Triple H will never let this ship sink. The oh, captain. is it his birthday? Yeah, happy birthday, Triple happy H. Happy birthday, Triple H. Day off from me. Wow! Nice, right? Yeah. So I we turn the same age. You did you did you? <laughs> I feel like that. You feel old now. You're thirty. <laughs> Once you turn thirty, you wake up with a bad back, and you go, "What? What is this?" Yeah. And then you have like, uh, luckily I drink White Claws. They don't give you the hangovers mm. too much. But if you drink other things, game over immediately. You need a, like half a day 
plus to recover. I've been told. Yeah. What else do I need to know? You've been 30 for like a few years now. A couple of years. Yeah. So what do I need to know? What are the tips? Being, what, 30? being 30? Yeah. What do you What do I need to know? Balance. Balance? It's all about balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Right? Balance like tequila? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can balance tequila. We, we balanced our tequila pretty well on yeah, Saturday. We did. Because you got me a bottle of the Rocks tequila. What do you think? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know how to, I don't remember the name. I can't read the uh, bottle. Terramana. Terramana? Mm. Terramana, the Rocks tequila. I, I'm not a tequila person, but it's quite nice. I like the fancy stuff. Like uh, uh, the other stuff. Page, not Patreon. That's what we... Patron? Like. Patron. Like they make some good stuff. Patrons, I used to like the coffee Patron, but yeah. then I kind of went off it. But Yeah. Uh, we had we had quite a fun weekend mm. drinking tequila. Um, we we had well, I, I wanted to have a party mm. like outside for my birthday, but um, the weather was not super cooperative. So we went to Shoeless Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Uh, yeah, we we couldn't really uh, have people over. It's still that weird thing where it's like I want to invite everyone to throw. We want to have a house party at mm. this new place that we got, and we can't even do that. So for my birthday, I wanted everyone to come by the fake beach near our house, but it started to rain. So only the the elite friends were invited inside, uh, not the motorcycles outside oh, our house. Boy. Uh, but the elite friends were invited and we had like maybe like five people over and just kind of chilled and patio hopped and stuff. But it was a it was a cool night. But that's when we had the tequila shots. We had the tequila. Yeah, we uh, we went to Shoeless Joe's yeah. and had an interesting waitress. We basically <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting after night. about 10 minutes, 15 minutes waiting to be served. She came over to tell us that she's planning on walking out tonight yeah. because all these other people walked out. We're like, oh, okay. Everything's open. Can we just up have now. the sangria, please, and nachos? Yeah. No, it was it was fun. Uh, and then the next day, I saw so some live entertainment as well, which was great. Yeah, that's been a while. I've been I've been on a like a tear. Like I went camping. I went to that music festival. I had so much fun. And then my birthday, actual birthday this week, I went to the Toronto Island the other day. Perfect day. I've just been just been chill. I saw Space Jam. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was it? Was it as terrible as people say? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like the first one you got you want you all watch with the glasses mm. from your youth. Like you it's all about the nostalgia. So this one they act like the other one never even happened. So right. it's like what well, is it the same story? Just with yes and, No, kinda not. It's just like I think I think I think I could have came up with a better story right. than, than this one. But uh, smoke a bunch of weed before you go watch it, and it's great. It's very colorful, and the graphics and stuff are amazing. But LeBron, I'm not a much of a, of a ball guy, but mm. LeBron is not a good actor. No. Like, like, significantly worse than Michael Jordan in the right. first one. Oh, dear. Like, like the, it's like... Because he's done a few things. Yeah, he's, he? he was funny on SNL, actually. He's in one of the best SNL he's sketches. He's on, I think it was in Curb, wasn't he? He's been I in a bunch. He was in that. Yeah. Th- uh, the... Was it Trainwreck? Was he in that? Yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. With he was John Bill Cena. Hader's mate. But John Cena like stole that, sh- yeah. that movie from him, so. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, it, like, it's it's super fun. I'm sh- and you know what, like, Space Jam, the first one, it's for kids, because I loved it as a kid, and then I watched it kind of when I was older, I was like, oh, that's bad, but it's fun, mm. whatever. That's how I, f- it, it's the same thing, so I feel like kids probably love it, so go take your kids to it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go? Did you go to the theater? Or? I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I went to the theater. Yeah, this is the first, first time. First time in. Yeah, first time, time. Like I can't even. I don't even think I was going to the theater that regularly before, like right. the pandemic, just because there wasn't anything. Not saying this was the movie to to go, but 
my birthday theater's open. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I was lit. Went for like the last show at 11 p.m. And just there was a few other people. Um, but I, I didn't I, I feel like I feel like I like watching movies at home, too. Mm. Um, but big movies like Bond in October or, or things like that. I will. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. October? Bo- Bond for never. What is it? Never say die. <laughs> no time, uh, to, no die. time to die. They had a lot of time. They had to like die. three years to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's coming out October, so I feel like that'll go. And and I gotta see Halloween in IMAX. Halloween, yeah. Halloween kills. So mm. yeah. So it's been a it's been a fun week. We watched uh, some some wrestling tonight. Yeah. What else did we do? I still need. I need to go back and rewatch that uh, Nick Gage Matt Cardona match because we tried watching it after your birthday, and I I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I think you saw it. I yeah, yeah. Asleep. Me and my buddy, who's like like he's not a real wrestling fan, but he's my my buddy. We catch up once in a while. And we smoke a fat dude, and I usually show him like AEW or New Japan mm. matches. Uh, so we convinced him to watch this, and he was a little taken aback by some of the violence. A non-fan, like casual fan, watching. It's like, what are you doing to Zach? Yeah, he's, well, first on. of all, he didn't know who Zach Ryder oh, was. So. Okay. <laughs> but uh, more people know Nick Gage these days because of that Dark Side of the Ring thing and that cameo. <laughs> That's yeah, and that cameo post wrestling. I, I, uh, I. I watched Nick Gage and Zack Ryder. It it was exactly what I thought it would be. Violence, light tubes, and, and all that stuff. I, I can't say I was really blown away. It didn't really move the meter for me that much. Um, I'm more now more just more excited to see him versus Jericho, which we'll be talking about mm. uh, tomorrow night. But uh, it it I didn't I don't understand the whole thing about the, the the fans throwing things. Some people are saying there was planted fans throwing things. I'm like. People have thrown things for for all the time in wrestling. Like, yeah, obviously we don't condone it and stuff, but when it's kind of fitting, I think it's more what was being thrown. Was it beer bottles? There was like full beer cans. There oh, were okay. Pizza cutters. Oh, that's messed up. It's stuff like that. So it's not like it was just throwing your trash, like your Coke cup. And oh, stuff okay. Like that. People were throwing weapons. Yeah, there was like oh, other stupid. shit being thrown. That's apparently. pretty stupid. Yeah. So that's where people were like, "Oh, come on." I th- I think that's stupid. Overall, like. It's super cool. I'm into the... the oh, it was a great scene. Like, I love it. The visual like, looked cool. I've seen that. Yeah, it yeah. looked awesome. The visual looked cool. Uh, overall, again, the match really was just... <laughs> I thought the, the Nick Gage-David Arquette mm. one was more brutal because it looked like he almost murdered him yeah. in the ring. This one at least had planned out stuff. Uh, but it's, I feel like, yeah, I've seen the light tubes before. I've seen... It's Zack Ryder trying to get that... That hardcore moment. I've, I love Zack Ryder through the years, but man, did you see the aftermath? Oh, yeah. Like, dude. Well, good for him. This is the most relevant he's ever been, really. <laughs> I mean, he won that WrestleMania ladder match. I'd say this was bigger. <laughs> this was bigger? Yeah. yeah. All right. No one was talking about, I mean, sure, but no one bought that WrestleMania to see Zack Ryder right. win the IC title for a day. Yeah. He, he I, had- did, I, did, I did get a bit emotional, though, when that happened. You didn't get emotional when uh, Nick Gage was cutting him open? The glass? Not quite. Different emotion. A different emotion, yeah. yeah. It was very, very different emotion. Yeah, like the deathmatch stuff, it, it's, it's, it can be repetitive for me. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I've seen the lights and stuff. Maybe a bit more creative. Like Zack Ryder was known for like his, what, his headbands and mm. stuff. He could have choked him with a headband. He, I'm trying to think of other things. Zach Spikes Ryder. on a headband. Yeah, he had the hair thing. He could have got one of those. To, mm. he, he did come out to his, his old theme, radio, which was sick. That's a banger. Um, he could use, he was the Long Island IC, have like Long Island drinks and just smash it over his head. Yeah, or like a cell phone. 
Yeah. Because he's always like tweeting and he's all about the social media or the, the title. The figures. He, yeah. Yeah. Like there was the figures. He should have like put one in the dude's mouth and like super kicked him. Yeah. Yeah. See, there, there needed to be a bit more. Uh, cre- not saying there's no creativity in death matches. Mm. We love our fair share of death matches. Again, listen to our best match ever death match show. Damien Abraham. Piranhas in death matches. Those are really creative. Oh, yeah. But like I've, I've the, the pizza cutter and the forks are really there reoccurring. Been a lot of yeah. Pizza cutters and forks in the yes, last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, and there's a lot of blood and stuff. I'm, mm. you know, I, I'm for it. Rock and roll, baby, but moderate. What did you say? Balance. 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 It's all about, you see, you so, get it now. Yeah. It's all about balance. Yeah. Uh, should we get some pizza cutters? Uh, yeah. For what? For pizza? We did make a good pizza the other day. <laughs> you, you, I'm pretty sure we already talked, talked about, about this pizza. Um, but my pro wrestling tees order finally arrived. <laughs> As you take off, I was wondering why you were wearing a jacket. <laughs> You're wearing a t-shirt that says, I love Maven. Yeah, I've got my uh, Maven microbrawler They there. sell I love Maven t-shirts? Yeah. Yeah, our PWT order didn't come. You ordered up next summer... Tank tops, which you can all go order. Uh, unless you're in Canada. They don't like us too much. Uh, then the order didn't come. Yeah. So poor Scrump had to quickly scramble and work last minute to se- resend everything again a second time. And then my shirt was the wrong side. Uh, <laughs> I was heartbroken, uh, dude. I was heartbroken. Maybe I, it's, well, our gym's open now. Maybe it's up next summer next uh, year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just wait the whole summer. That's right. Wow. But you got an I Love Maven shirt. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I love I love it. I can, every time you wear it, I can hear the theme song. I'm wearing it out tonight. <laughs> you wear. <laughs> Everyone's going to come up to you being like, who's Maven? <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. That's so Maven. That's so Maven. Wow. Damn, look at that. Yeah. I love Maven. It was worth the wait, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love Maven. Uh, now you're playing with the, you're, you're, yeah, you're too bright? You're too bright. I'm just <laughs> dimming us down a bit. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, we, we've had a nice weekend. We've, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, any of the Olympics. Like I've caught clips here and there mm. because obviously the Tokyo Olympics are actually happening right now. I saw some of the skateboarding, which looked nuts. Saw some of the beach volleyball, which mm-hmm. was also nuts. Um, but you, if you're in Tokyo, you want to go see live action entertainment. You can't go watch the Olympics, Olympics but you can go to the Dome to watch New Japan. You but can. I didn't watch it yet. I've not seen I mean, it. I'm, I'm going to check out. I just, there's only one match I, I'm going to cherry the pick. The main, right. Okada. Oh, sorry. Okada and... Uh, Okada Cobb. Yeah, yeah I probably, wouldn't mind seeing. I'm probably going to watch that tonight. the Tanahashi Shingo. Right, that's right. Oh, yeah, I'll probably watch but, that tonight, too. Yeah, I just... I'm still... I'm very checked out. Yeah, yeah. Japan just right I now. just cherry-pick the... Like, those two matches sound good. So, yeah. I definitely cherry-pick. But um, it's... I haven't watched any of the actual Olympics. I saw highlights of uh, Tom Daly winning the gold for synchronized diving, which is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Tom Daly has been... Um, he won bronze a few years ago, um, I believe. And yeah, the 2012 Olympics, I think. He's someone who, like, in right. the UK, we've seen pretty much as a kid come through. He's now, like, a father. He's uh, openly gay, which got him a lot of, like, attack in the media and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. He's finally got his gold medal. So that's one of the things I've seen. Uh, and then yeah. just stuff that's on in the background at work. Swimming. There's a lot of swimming going on. A lot of these, it's like wrestling when they do the double flips, double moons, mm. all these things and some of the stuff. But yeah, uh, I'm interested in seeing some of the, like the skateboarding was kind of new 
to see. Yeah, outside, that's out, awesome. Outside of the X Games and stuff. Um, and I know that I think there's there's going to be some. What is there going to be? Not mixed martial arts, uh, karate. Something. Okay. There's going to be some sort of. They combat. always play about. Like I know. Yeah. I think Greco Roman westling got removed a few years ago, which there was a bit of outrage about. Yeah, Kurt Angle was original. Pissed. It was the like one of the original sports. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think skateboarding deserves to go in. Oh, I yeah, think if yeah, you've got snowboarding at the Winter Olympics and ski jumping and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. That's pretty sweet. Uh, and I saw, was it France destroyed U.S. in basketball? Like, shocker oh, there. Right. So uh, LeBron's going to join France next year because <laughs> that's what he does uh, and film more movies. Uh, yeah, so other than wrestling, that's kind of uh, – I started watching that um, – Fear Street. I watched the psycho one. Okay. And like now I gotta finish it because there's three of them, mm. but I'm like, all right. You've lost interest. Yeah, I can't say, uh, can't say it was, a, even though Britta from Community makes a cameo in it. Oh, I and like that's that. always good to see Britta. Yeah. They Britta it. What's her name? Uh, Jillian Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. She's Britta. great. Yeah. Um, Ted Lasso's back. I haven't watched it yet. Me neither. I'm probably gonna do it in like one yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah. I haven't read it. I don't read ahead. So I don't know what happens. You don't know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got I was trying to think. I was watching something else, and I completely forgot. But yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Before we forget, shall we let everyone know what we've got coming up this week? Yeah, on we the have. Patreon? We have a bunch of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. We've already announced uh, SummerSlam weekend here in the Up Next World, the BDE community. We're doing a tailgate for all our patrons on August. 21st before SummerSlam come hang out on Zoom all patrons are invited and uh if you if you know you know because the last few times we've done these things have got pretty fun pretty wild on the Zoom oh yeah the, tailgates the tailgates are always a lot of fun and it's been a while since we've done one so and, looking forward to that and and then we'll do, be doing a watch along and post show for SummerSlam and if that's not enough well then the 22nd of August up next summer the game show live on Twitch podcast available on replay as well. But uh, we'll be doing that. I'll be defending the BD title against Fire Frank. Oh, yeah. And then that all sets up for TakeOver 36, a watch along and post show. Yeah. And starting to be really looking forward to that one. Now we're the cards coming together. Obviously, more matches announced tonight. Uh, should be a, a great day with Up Next Summer, followed by TakeOver 36. Yeah, we have some crazy things planned for, for that weekend. We just put out your birthday show. We covered Point Break. Oh. That's out on the Patreon. And then Johnny Utah? Johnny Utah, Wheeler Utah. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing that. Yeah, uh, that was a fun show. That we, was great. Yeah, uh, I re- we released that yesterday. Uh, my, one of my favorite movies turned 30, as did I. So we reviewed Point Break. Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, and we had a blast talking about We'll be about back it. tomorrow with BD Elite talking all about Nick Gage, Jericho, and the FTR uh, Brown Powerful tag match, which yeah. I'm super looking forward to. Yeah, I'd say I'm more interested in that tag match yeah. than, than anything uh, because it's kind of been, we've been waiting for that single, like not singles, but the tag between those two teams. Uh, and, and if you don't listen to BD Elite, it's on this very feed for free every week. But we, again, we go live on wednesday nights uh, afterwards and we'll be your dynamates so we will yeah and if that's not enough we're giving you something else for free this week because on thursday we're back to gotham because we are putting out <laughs> the dark knight rises <laughs> the final part of christopher nolan's trilogy the dark knight and yeah bane we're talking catwoman we're talking uh broken backs and magic Ooh. wells and Deception and everything. It's going to be great. Rise. 
Right. Yeah, it's it's a it's a controversial one because some people love it, some people do not. Uh, yeah, we did all the Batman reviews again are on this feed for free, and we're we're continuing on with the Last of the Nolan, the Dark Knight Rises, Darkness, Dark. No, wait, what does he say? Darkness. I can't do. How, um, we can't do Bane voices on the show. It uh, doesn't matter who we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was such a thing. Everyone's like, oh god, everyone. He's doing the Bane voice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll be doing that and that'll be on this very feed as well. So free show. And, and I'm super excited. I haven't watched this one in a while. And when we, when we started with the Nolan trilogy, mm. I was super getting into it. So yeah. I'm excited to Thank watch it. Bat ratings and everything. Yeah. And then that means eventually we got to move on to the other Batman movies. Oh yeah. The Snyder ones. Yeah. I guess. Oh yeah. Oh. It's not quite as exciting. With right Batfleck? With Batfleck. The greatest yeah. baby face turn in all of history. <laughs> ben Affleck is once again with JLo and the world can rejoice. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we've been doing so many shows. We got another was next. Yep, coming out this May first, two thousand thirteen. Chris Jericho's on the show. Yeah, Jericho wrestled in NXT. Yes, he had the game show match with Daniel Bryan, but he also wrestled in NXT. NXT in full sale against Bray Wyatt one time only, and uh, we're going to talk about it this week, mm. uh, as well as Paige versus Summer Rae. Oh yeah, the, the culmination of this grudge feud going <laughs> yeah. on. So much going on in, in Retro NXT. So that's another show we do on the Patreon. Uh, and then the month is coming to an end, which means August is is coming up. So if you've not joined or you're joined and you're interested in what we have coming up, the schedule is going to be released this week. Uh, but join August 1st because not only do you get access to all the past shows and all the shows we're talking about, five bucks a month, North Americans here, gets you all these podcasts. But in August, we have some crazy things lined up. Not only do we have those game shows and and, and those things, we're going to be doing uh, a special watch along and post show for Triple Mania, which then gave us the little idea to do a best match ever, Triple Mania. Oh, yeah. Ooh. This is something we really haven't covered much at all. So, yeah, that should be a good one. So, please cue all you Lucha fans at Up Next Podcast. We need your help on this. One. We need your help. Yeah. We need to know what are the best Triple Mania matches of all time. It could include one from last year. Not Chessman. Not Chessman? But maybe Kenny that, Omega, that, Laredo that Kid. women's battle oh, royal no, maybe thing. not that. Yeah, maybe that one too. Uh, so we'll be what doing that. What was the one where Hugo Savinovich just uh, <laughs> bladed. bladed? He's commentary. Yeah, gets, didn't he get smacked by a, like a Spanish guitar or something and bladed? He bladed. That one. Yeah. That one. Oh, that definitely should be in there then if it's best match ever. Yeah, so we'll be doing that. That's something we have coming up. Uh, we're again more of the retro stuff. We have a few up yours from our patrons. I know B Detroit has picked the movie with Tupac in it, mm. Juice, which is going to be a crazy review for us to review. So I can't wait for that. I know, is it Armand Neal has picked a Star Trek movie? We're doing Wrath of Khan. What? Yeah. What is going on with that? I love these picks. We're all out there. Justin has picked Blood Moon. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. I, I have no idea. So, so that's super, very interesting. Yeah. Um, but we are going to be doing another best match ever as well. Uh, kind of off the back of all this, all these rumors going around mm. about uh, Brian Danielson. Is it Ooh. time to put an end to the career of Daniel Bryan? We're going to be doing a best match ever, Daniel Bryan. Don't call him Brian Danielson. Nope. This We're... is just Daniel Bryan matches we're looking at That's from right. WWE run. Suck it, haters. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, best match ever, will be also happening sometime in August. Because uh, maybe we'll see him show up. Maybe Daniel Bryan is no more. And it's the American Dragon 
or, or we could be wrong and then we're just he celebrating him anyways. Raw. Fuck it, yeah, whatever. He loses to Karrion Cross. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so those are going to be some of the shows. Check out the schedule when it comes out on the socials because uh, all that stuff, only five bucks and access to all the stuff. Go cherry pick our podcasts and pick our brains of all the stuff we watch and uh, we love doing it. So thank you guys for supporting. But thank you. Go join. Give us a shot August 1st and uh, you won't you won't regret it for sure. All these shows and shout out the Patreon because damn, we can't do it without you. That's how we do it. Absolutely. Boom. Uh, should we talk about NXT? I think so. I mean, I don't know why we should talk about NXT. It's not like NXT has a robot in and out of commercial breaks on a wrestling show. <laughs> Raw gets a robot, the Raw bot. Yeah. Why don't we get one? We've got, uh, we've got the, the Izzy. Got Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging around the CWC. I guess so. Let's talk about NXT. We've got the car park as well. Yeah, that's a whole mm. roster member of itself. NXT from Tuesday, July 27th. Happy birthday, Papa Triple H. Papa Paul. We start off with a recap of Samoa Joe, Karrion Cross, William Regal. No Jeff Hardy. Uh, so Joe is pissed because Cross took out William Regal last week at the end of the show. And just uh, stating that this week and next week are both airing on sci-fi instead due to the Olympics, the Olympics and, and all yeah. that stuff. So these were also pre-taped, which um, I use Twitter every day. I didn't purposely seek out stuff. I didn't read anything. I didn't see anything because you know what it says in our opening theme song. I don't read ahead. I don't read so ahead. So I actually had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. All I knew was the, uh, I know the, this match was reported, the, the cross Joe match. Uh, that was the only thing I heard, but there were some other big things that happen on this show that I'm uh, surprised I didn't hear because I am someone who tends to try to avoid spoilers. Yeah. But similarly to you, I haven't really tried with this and not seen anything really. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. I, I've been, I've been kind of down on NXT just because of, you know, they kind of told us it doesn't matter. So mm. I've been like, hey, I'm going to be trying to be nice. And you know what? Right off the bat, this show definitely got my interest still. It's mm. been a solid product for the past little while. So it is unfortunate that it gets – you see, I watch AEW and if you watch Impact and stuff, everyone's trying to help everyone. Mm. But a company that owns their own show is not helping themselves. It's really weird. It's weird, but then I can see from like main roster point of view that – if we've got a different idea for someone, they're not going to basically honor the continuity. And if you think back, that's that's always been the case with NXT. It's just because over the last couple of years, they've made us think it's more than developmental now. It's this third brand. They've very much gone back on their tune. But think the NXT we're watching right now, Biggie is the big baby face champion as he's... In 2013. In yeah. 2013, as he's teaming with Dolph Ziggler as this big heel going up against Brian and Kane at Mania and no mention of his title and he's playing a completely different character. This has happened before. Um, it it sucks because we're invested in NXT and we it should be so easy to make it this, I guess, like this multiverse, you know, like with this NXT being part of it and uh, it's, it's not. So it's disappointing watching NXT, but I, I'm just trying to watch it in its own bubble yeah. like I used to. It didn't really bother me years ago when they did this, so I'm I'm trying not to let it now. And I think the show has been very solid for the last six months. 
Yeah, no, it has been. Honestly, everything's been been great. Even the stuff we've been critiquing has been carrying across the champion, but they've been selling us on the matches. They've been having solid main events, and then he just loses on Raw, and it definitely puts a damper mm. on everyone. And and I, you know, people's the snickering of, oh, this this show's taking a dive. No wonder I don't watch it. Yada mm. yada yada. But I know a lot of people do not watch this show. I mean, that's why we do the podcast. We watch it so you mm. don't have to and all that stuff. But I feel like a lot of people go, oh, I don't watch NXT since the AEW, the Wednesdays. But since it moved, it's like, well, check it out. Because the wrestling is usually pretty solid. And it's the people who literally do not watch that go, oh, it sucks. Yeah. So there is definitely a disconnect. It's like it's like me in that Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. Mm. It's like, I say it sucks, but I've never actually watched it. I I put it on for five minutes and went, oh, can't do it. Do I have the right to say the Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds sucks? Maybe I got to watch it. But again, this is kind of going back to those old days of NXT, network NXT, yeah. where no one watched the TV. Right. You know, but very little people watched the TV and then would tune in for the takeovers and be blown away. But then I remember doing the show before USA when you'd be going like, look, you should watch this match. This, yeah. this person's really good right now, but certain people you wouldn't see on because you've only got the five match formula. You don't see really. It's true. Yeah, I, the TV's there's always hit and miss, but just lately it, it has been pretty solid. Yeah, um, but we're in it, we're in a dampered mood, but we're gonna con- they're gonna continue to put on a solid show, and it starts with Timothy Thatcher, Tomasa Champa, going up against the team of Pete Dunne and Oni Lorkin. This is the tag team match that determines who the badasses are because every all four of these guys are mean and tough, and they're gonna fight each other. Uh, the only problem was I wish this was. The tornado style again. Me too. I was expecting them to quickly be like, no, wait. Especially when they said a scrap. A scrap. We're going to have a scrap. It was a bit of a classic tag match. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's a tag match, and that's okay. Uh, all four guys are super aggressive. Commentary is like, yeah, all they won't stop staring at each other and, and wanting to hurt each other. Pete and Thatcher are getting very technical, countering everything. Pete goes into this flying triangle that is then transitioned but countered into a single leg crab from Thatcher. If Pete watched Thatcher's School of Hard Knocks videos that mm. he used to do, he may have known how to get out of this quicker. Because remember, that was one of the True, things yeah. he kept talking about, the, the single leg crab. Champa finally gets in and, and he starts putting Pete in other submissions. Um, there's then the double clubs from the uh, Tim and Tom. Yes, that's what we call them. As they go to commercial break. When we come back, Thatcher slaps Oni, which ignites him to slap him back. And it's a slap fight between each other. And Oni gets him good. And Thatcher, you can just hear him going, you mother, as he gets (laughs) slapped in the face again. Slap him up. Um, Pete Dunn and Champa both hot tag as they try to fight each other. But Champa does his running clothesline train back and forth, probably like... 15 oh, clotheslines. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's taking out Pete. He's taking out Oni back and forth. And this time, normally when you have these, uh, this like back and forth uh, elbows or whatever, they're on opposite corners. So they're just running from one to the other. Here they were on the same side. So Champa's bouncing against the rope each right. time to change direction. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I love when he gets, just His keeps going. cardio is yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a Fujiwara arm bar and he's he's doing this on Pete, but Oni pulls Pete out of it. But then Thatcher on the outside puts Oni in an ankle lock, which is a great visual. Uh, it looks as if Champa breaks the Fujiwara and then puts Pete Dunn in the Gargano escape. Yeah, not much attention was brought to it. Yeah, well, the attention comes as 
On the outside, Thatcher beating up on Oni is attacked when the ref doesn't see by a returning Ridge Holland. Mm. Yeah, remember him? He attacks Thatcher, but this just kind of distracts uh, Champa, who gets hit with the bitter end, kicks out at two. Pete Dunn's pretty mad. Kicked out of my finish. So he hits it again and pins that. Uh, pins Champa, sorry. So Pete Dunn and Oni Lorkin, with the help of Ridge Holland. Fridge is back. Fr- the fridge. The yeah, fridge. The fridge, Ridge Holland. Pretty sure you were talking about him the other week. Asking when it will be back. We knew. Mm. You could just foresight. Yeah. Uh, so Ridge Holland helps these guys win. He's back. He's in this group, if you remember. So a little recap is what he... So Pat McAfee had hired him to take out Adam Cole. And then... So he took out Adam Cole. And then he had a match with only Lorcan. And that, where his And Danny. And Danny, where his knees blew out. Right. Um, so then in story, that's when McAfee revealed himself and said, well, I tried to pay Rich Holland and I thought, well, I might as well get the guy who took him out. Right. So we got Danny and Oni right, right. and Pete. Good, good thinking, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. So but, he's clearly under the book still. I'm like, I'll so, go on to these, with these guys. He's I guess. given yeah. Oni. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's just joining with them. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. So he's joined them. But overall, I like it. It freshens them up a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think Ridge Holland showed some interesting things when we saw him before, but never really got much of a chance to get going. Uh, so be interesting to see how he is. He He's impressive to look at. And later when we hear from him, I thought he sounded pretty good. He's menacing. Yeah, he's big. Mm. He's like a fridge. That Ridge, fridge Holland. Um, so more stables and factions. Continuing yeah. here, but that's okay. I like that in wrestling. Uh, but overall, a pretty good match as well. I, I like Thatcher and Champa. They're super like aggressive and just mean, and it well, fit with with Pete and Oni. Yeah, all of these guys are up for a scrap, yeah. aren't they? And that's what we got. I would have preferred the the more like no DQ or uh, tornado or whatever. But uh, there was some really good stuff here, and they all seem to be up for a bit of a fight. For fighting around the world. Yeah. Fighting a pint is a hell of a night. Absolutely. Right? We go to a video for Carmelo Hayes. He's in the breakout tournament. He has a match later. After, sorry, did we say that afterwards Ridge just destroys these guys? Oh, sorry. Yeah. He, he, he beats the hell he out of Thatcher. He headbutts Champa and then. Yeah. They, they make Champa watch him beat up Timothy Thatcher and. Uh, He's just throwing him around. No one like, saved them though. Like they need a third person. Yeah. But I know. I wonder if um, conspiracy hat on. He, we need someone to help Champa and Thatcher. Who who could be their their third guy to help them? I mean, Champa did do the Gargano escape. Oh God, no! Keep them away from each other. Di way. Champa <laughs> Champa's character now is. Yeah. I could not imagine partnering yeah, with yeah. Gargano's character now. They're so different. But he was signaling him. He was signaling he was, Johnny. He, he was, was tipping his hat to, to old Johnny. Johnny boy. I like that. What about returning a returning Kona? Kona with... Yeah, these guys. <laughs> the mean sons of bitches <laughs> and the finest. Love it. Yeah, that's not bad. Who else do we got? Who else is rugged? I don't know. Jiro. J- <laughs> <laughs> no he's handsome he's not rugged you can be rugged handsome though yeah that's the thing uh yeah i guess we'll have to think on who can help these guys because three tim on, and tom and tim tom and, and 
Bob. Yeah, Bob or something. Bob does fit that. I was yeah. thinking Bob, but we don't know Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. A Rob? Maybe there's a Rob. Rob. You have a Robert. Hmm. Tim and Tom and Tim Tom and Odyssey Jones. <laughs> I don't know. Got to think of this, but DI. What is it? DI way. DI way. Like the way. Right. The DI way. Oh, okay. The DI way. DI way. Sounds weird. Hmm. Yeah. The DIY. <laughs> the DUI would be another tag team. That, that's that's on the other show. Yeah. We go to Carmelo Hayes in the breakout tournament. He says he's from Boston and he doesn't wait for opportunity. He takes it. He goes for it. He took on Kushida and took Kushida to the limit. And then he slapped Adam Cole in the face and made a name for himself. So tonight, this is the opportunity here in NXT in his match tonight in the breakout tournament. The way his video was shot kind of reminded me of a like a dating game show profile thing. Like, <laughs> hi, I'm Carmelo Hayes from Boston, Massachusetts. The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you may remember me from the time I slapped Adam Cole in the right. face. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it does sound kind of. It's like you had sent tough enough. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's the breakout tournament, right? So, yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got good t- talking ability. He's yeah. a great wrestler too, mm. and we'll see. We see Samoa Joe. He's showing up. He's mad. He's so mad because William Regal was injured last week. We go to Hit Row, who have a bit of a what is this? A, a freestyle or a, a battle rap, if you will, towards a few people. And they say last week Hit Row produced a bop on Wild's back, and I've been waiting to bring spooky season to NXT, says Swerve. Bfab steps in and starts talking a little bit in Spanish, and then is toying with Legato del Fantasma, and says, "Yeah, play that guitar. You know, Joaquin Wild's back is a fan of our hits, and your boys lay flat like a Mack truck." Top Dalla says he's the new kings of the jungle. Uh, they, they start talking about uh, the Imperium being jokers. Uh, Shanti calls them spicy with their hot takes. They're spicy. Oh, you think you're spicy. And he says, I need to, you to pause, rewind, watch your mouth, or you get knocked out. And then Top Dalla, big pop here, says, and I quote, Wagwan Mayute and uh, Mandem. And oh, in it, fam. In it, fam here. And says, pop off at the mouth and we're going to knock your top off. So they're calling out everyone here that they got beef with. Legato, Del Fantasma, and Imperium. But I cannot believe someone said Wagwan Mayute and Mandem on a wrestling show. So Top Dollar gets all the, all the praise from me, 100%. Oh, every week. These, these guys are great. <laughs> Wagwan is something I I'm, I grew up I know I'm white as fuck but I grew up in Scar, like Scarborough area North York area Toronto Wagwan was the thing I have said it to you a million times and you always go huh what no I haven't oh fuck that comes from where I'm oh from. fuck I no. love it fuck I always I always say it and people are like wait what I'm like yeah some people it's it's not a common like thing but I can't believe you said it I love it so they're they're calling out all these teams mm. so does this mean we're gonna get like a multi team because Imperium interfered on in MSK's thing last week, so it's a little. There's some crosshairs here with the different teams. Remember, they interfered on their right, okay. their video, so I was a little confused. I mean, Imperium is in a match with Hit Row tonight, so I mean, I guess it, we know where Imperium goes from here. But well, Hit, Hit Row's main feud is yeah with uh, Legado del Fantasma, but I guess they're hyping up this match tonight with Imperium too. Yeah, I th- I thought this was cool. Yeah, I, they, I, they always sound great. I like all these guys. 
Um, we go to Samoa Joe, who comes down to the ring. He is pissed off, and he has a microphone. There's a table, and he has a, a folder, a clipboard, and he says, Carrying Cross, I'd call you out, but I know you wouldn't even come down here, you gutless coward. So, William Regal, why don't you get out here? So out comes William Regal. And Joe says, what Karrion Cross did to you was reprehensible. And I know, William Regal, you're here tonight to fire Karrion Cross, but I'm here to tell you that I have a better solution. And he says, I have three things that I need from you. First, and he hands him a contract. I quit being the assistant general manager. I resign. I'm officially done. It's already signed. It's over. But I need you to sign this piece of paper. Step two in the process, Mr. Regal, you reactivate me as an active member on the roster. And the crowd gets hype. I got a little hype. So William Regal obliges and signs step two. But step three, and this makes it official, Samoa Joe carrying cross NXT title at TakeOver 36 and William Regal signs that as well with a little face and he kind of says like i believe in you you got this yeah i think it was when uh he was made a active member of the roster he like points the pen and just says not on mic or anything but it's like i believe in you yeah before signing uh so samoa joe carrying cross takeover but uh, awesome segment i really liked uh joe's delivery william regal's you know what the chemistry between them was really great i i loved this i think it's a shame Regal is at point and an age where he can't wrestle anymore because he's such a good actor yeah. in all these segments that you could build something great. Uh, but Joe has got those chops as well. Uh, these two have been bouncing off each other so well the last few weeks. I believe the intensity between them. And I think this was quite a smart way of bringing Joe to being an active competitor because the whole time he was on commentary, everyone's going... Is Joe done? Right. Like, what, what's what's up with Joe? And yeah. then being brought back, everyone's going, well, is he cleared? Is he just going to be in this role? And this kind of takes those rumors and sort of puts it in a story. And now we're talking about contracts and it's he's making him make him an active wrestler again. And I, I love this. I'm uh, I, I'm not a big cross fan, but I'm really excited for this match to see Joe wrestle again. And I think it makes sense to actually put the title on him. He's already setting up these feuds with all these guys. True. Every week he's staring down Dunn, he's staring down Cole, uh, having moments with Gargano and things. It it makes sense for him to be the champion and kind of go through these guys. And it looks like Cross is is moving on very soon, I'd imagine. Well, he's got to fight Jeff Hardy again. Yeah, well, exactly. He's got to face Keith Lee again. Um, yeah, I, I really like this segment because, yeah, Samoa Joe is always so in it. He, like, he, anything he does. If they say you're going out there in the rain, Samoa Joe's going out there in the mm-hmm. rain. He go, and no matter what. If he's fighting Sting in the crowd, he's jumping off those steps yeah. to take that bump for no reason. But he did it. He did it for us. He did he's it for He's calling at WrestleMania during a storm. Exactly. He's wearing that He's poncho. wearing it. He knows. He's, yeah. He'll do it. If he'll he, do you're it, asking him done. to do, yeah, he does it no matter what. You want me to fight Kenta Kobashi? All right, I'll do it. You want me to fight? Who do you fight? Necro Butcher? Mm. Fucking do it. I'll kill him, but yeah. I'll do it. So I'm, I am excited for this match. And you're saying, you're suggesting you want Joe as the champ. I, I assume that Joe puts over Cross, but it makes way more sense for Joe to win because Cross should go 
we should have the fresh matchups and whoever is the one to beat Joe can instantly become like instant main champ that we believe instantly because you beat Joe. So it is a, a good stepping stone, but I guess you're doing cross dirty, but like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it, but I want Joe to win, but I feel like it's not, they're doing that thing again, but they want us to believe. <laughs> I, I think it makes most sense. Really? I, I get not wanting to maybe yeah. put over, sorry, like have cross lose, but everyone loses eventually before they move up. Sure. And he's already lost on the main roster. So yeah. who cares? I mean, I Jeff Hardy's beaten Joe a bunch. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I think the combinations of matches you can have with Joe are very interesting. So, yeah. Small Joe. And be ty- champion. Three-time NXT champion. Exactly. First ever. Wow. There you go. I can't wait. We go to a video for Josh Briggs in the breakout tournament. And there's going to be two things tonight. Broken bodies and broken dreams mm. in his match tonight. We go to the first golf segment of the evening. And that is Cameron Grimes being the caddy for LA night as they go golfing earlier today, somewhere in Florida. And uh, it starts with Cameron Grime, who's yelling at Mr. Knight. Uh, hey, Mr. Knight, how long do you want me to wash your balls for? And he's like, uh, t- t- calm down, lower your voice. Stop yelling, t- stop saying things like that. Stop it. Give me the driver. Well, Mr. Knight, I am your driver. <laughs> no, the driver, the right thing. So he gives them the right, I don't know what, which is which in golf. I just... Hit, try to hit things so he gives them one and Cameron Grimes says Mr. Knight I bet you $5,000 that your ball goes flying into the trees he kind of doesn't want to agree but it's like a non-handshake deal here and he hits the ball into the trees Grimes laughs and says you owe me five grand and LA Knight says you think that's funny go get my ball so more golf later but so far it looked like they look like they could be fun going golfing with these guys uh, yeah, I I kind of felt this regressed a bit. Last week, we had the moment where it felt like Cameron Grimes, who's been put in this butler position yeah. and has been making kind of fun of it and having fun with it, uh, suddenly got broken because he was forced to punch Drake Maverick. And right. you, it felt like all of that was completely forgotten this week and we're back to doing comedy. You would imagine Drake shows up on the golf course, but it was not Something. Yeah. I... I as Cameron Grimes was left last week, he kind of felt broken and defeated. And I think this week, the vignette should have been him being a bit more subservient rather than just jokey-jokey again. Yeah. Uh, I, I This one was the weakest one out of the ones today because there was a, the, the rest of them mm. were, were fine. But yeah, I, I didn't. I did laugh at the balls joke. Uh, I will admit they got me with that. I didn't expect to hear that. It was well, it was clever. It was a well-written joke. I just he just <laughs> he just said yelled balls and it caught. I think I literally was taking a sip of my drink. I'm like, oh, he he said balls and he yelled it. Um, so yeah, more golf later. Um, I like their golf attire. I will say, look nice. We go to Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs in the NXT Breakout Tournament. Uh, starts off, both guys are pretty quick. Josh Briggs is giving me kind of Brody King vibes here. I didn't okay. realize how big he is, but he's got some tattoos. He wears some black gear, black trunks. Um, there's a Carmelo who has momentum early on, drop kicks Briggs, but he comes back and sends him flying to the outside, and Hayes lands on his back. Again, back in the ring, they're fighting, and he gets break caught up in the ropes, and Hayes hits the springboard guillotine leg drops for a two-count. There's then a guillotine by Hayes, but Briggs is a big boy, so lifts him up and gets out of it. When they come back from break, Duke Hudson, 
The other guy, the Aussie, Vink. He's on Vink. Yeah, he's on commentary now, adding some flavor here. And Briggs hits a standing splash for a near fall. Hayes comes back with a flying springboard headbutt. There's then a series of these these like code breaker type moves. Uh, counters a choke slam and hits another code breaker for a near fall. Uh, there's then like a pump haluva kick and runs into this huge boot from Briggs that instantly flips Carmelo Hayes inside out. And then this huge choke slam uh, for a near fall. That choke slam was enormous. Yeah, big. Uh, old school Kane vibes. Yeah, like old school Big Show. Like for when he first came in to right. WWE, Big Show, but Big he Show used to have them up high and do the knee. But Big Show would like go down with you, whereas Kane like drops you eventually. Yeah. Big Show always like goes with you. Yeah, it still it looked great. Uh, Hayes kicks out, goes for the satellite, and then makes Briggs like eat the mat, and then goes for it again and hits it again, and then goes up top and jumps off the top rope with this flying like scissor kick it's almost like think of the booker t scissor kick it's like a, a leg drop but inwards it's across like the back of the neck yeah you know john cena used to do like the famous or like off the yeah. top rope it's like that but he's almost like trying to do the scissor kick mm. in, in midair as well so super vicious and it puts briggs to sleep as carmelo hayes gets the pin and advances in the breakout tournament i, I thought this was pretty good um especially after the commercial break it really picked up and there was some really good stuff from both guys i liked hayes being the smaller guy early on where he was trying to get those submissions in on briggs it looked kind of realistic to me because he's the smaller guy and he kept on clubbing briggs to like try and hold it you don't actually see that that often and i i like that little touch to it um briggs is pretty impressive big guy as well as we said that choke slam looked good uh, he showed some good speed and athleticism as well. Um, his, we were talking as we were watching it. His look um, kind of puts me off a little. He doesn't look quite like a star that, right. that I think a big guy should look like. Um, I think some of those superhero tattoos kind of take me out of it. He's got a, a sleeve like Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Where it's like the Green Lantern, Superman, like all the Batman logos. and all that. It's like, well, like... It's just, you don't look intimidating with yeah, that. Not, That's the not, thing. Yeah. Uh, but Carmelo Hayes really impressive as well. Um, yeah, good stuff from both guys. Yeah, like, like I actually think Josh Briggs impressed me. I thought both guys... Like Carmelo Hayes, I think, has been impressive in the past. The things he talked about mm. were pretty impressive. Briggs, if you've watched Evolve and stuff... You may have seen some of his. He was stuff. the f- last evolved champion. Oh, I was think. he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I know, and I and I know that like some of the moves here were, were pretty good. Uh, I I was impressed. So I'm sure he'll he'll show back up in in NXT again. I love this tournament. I I remember being actually quite down on the first one, but this time I'm actually quite getting into it. And I think it's just it gives lower card matches stakes. It's, yeah. There's a reason for these matches to happen, and these are nowhere near being you know, your title scene yet, although one of them will get a title shot, right. one of their choo- choice. But um, yeah, it gives stakes to these lower card matches, which I, I, I enjoy. Well, Carmelo Hayes is going to face Duke Hudson in the semifinals. Yeah. So I can't wait. We go to Frankie Monet backstage with the Robert Stone brand, meaning Jesse and Robert Stone. And they kind of mentioned that now that Frankie and Jesse are a team, that they are looking at those NXT women tag titles. And Casey and Caden walk in and they say, whoa, you can't just get together and try to be tag champs. You can't 
throw together chemistry. We're friends. We're more than friends. We're family. We even finish each other's. And then the other says, sentences. Uh, so then they walk off. They kind of challenge him to a match. Uh, so I hate these two. <laughs> Fucking hell. I I don't know. That's so annoying. Yeah, Frankie Monet and Jesse are supposed to be these bad guys, right? Yeah. Holy, did this do a double turn here. Well, afterwards, Frankie is, is going like that. Ugh, they are so annoying. No, it's Robert Stone who goes over to Mackenzie. Frankie does it first yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Stone repeats it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm with you guys. I agree with you, you bad guys. You, you're correct. Because Casey and Kane just totally healed it up. And we're so annoying. We finish each other's sentences. It's like, come on. <laughs> we finish each other's joints. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was, this was funny but i don't think it was supposed to be that funny. yeah i'm not sure <laughs> like we ain't laughing with them <laughs> we yeah. laughing at them <laughs> yeah sorry sorry casey and kaden they're awesome in ring like I, I think they've really been gelling as a tag team but their their characters are so irritating it, it is so annoying it's like it makes <laughs> you so mad instantly i'm sorry like i don't I, they're, they're definitely putting it on it, but like <laughs> it yeah like when they come on i physically i'm like ugh. Like X-Pac heat, but like, no. No, it's, it is complete X-Pac Scrappy heat. do heat. <laughs> it is scrappy do heat. It's like, ah, just stop. Yeah, chill. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> Go do 450s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, it was a segment I, I wish I never watched. It's uh, funny because uh, someone said the other week, do you think um, Adam Cole and Britt Baker practice their promos on each other? Because both have a, fantastic promo right and i think a couple of weeks ago they both just killed it one week they have been killing it i reckon casey and ricochet are doing the same (laughs) so anyway (laughs) we go to cameron grimes he's on the golf course uh he's doing commentary he's doing the thing where you put your hand over oh we got he's doing like this is that your bane impression (laughs) yeah Hello, no, no, I said I can't do the Bane. I can't do the Bane thing. Never do Borat and never do Bane. Austin Powers, though. Uh, Grimes is on the, the golf course with LA Knight, and LA Knight continues to tell him, stop, be quiet, stop it. And he's like psyching him out. And he says, I bet double that 5,000, double or nothing, that you get that ball into the water. And, well, uh, it goes in the water. So nah. Grimes laughs at him and says, I told you you'd be getting it in the water. So he says, yeah, so funny, huh? Well, hope you know how to swim. Go get my ball. So Cameron now has to go in there and get the ball. And as he does, he takes off his cowboy boots. He's ready to go in there. And he gets it and he says, I got myself into this and a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Like, Sorry, Cameron, we got to do this. So he does it. And out comes another golf cart showing up. And it's the million dollar man. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> He's okay. He's fine. He's good. He probably sold those shoes on eBay. Last bump shoes. Yeah, do you know what he sold them for? No, actually. Hmm. Yeah. I hope someone does a shoey out of them, though. <laughs> Be great. A million dollar shoey. Like, come on. You can't put a price on It's how on that. you can introduce uh, Duncan Verk. What's his name? <laughs> Duke Hudson. <laughs> 
Burke. That's Brandon Bean. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, he could buy the shoes and do shoeies. Do shoeies, And yeah. then that's how he gets the million dollar title. Good. I like it. I like it. Uh, million Dollar Man shows up and he says, Cameron Grimes, what are you doing? Come on, Cameron. Look at you, kid. You're better than this. You weren't born to be a butler. You were born to be a champion. Cameron Grimes, you're a fighter. Wow. Million Dollar Man, wholesome Ted. Mm. He's just a nice guy. He's changed his tune. He's not laughing at Grimes. He's trying to build him up. So uh, this Cameron starts to think here, like, huh, maybe I am better than this. Yeah, again, this didn't quite make sense to me because Cameron Grimes didn't really didn't seem down in the dumps when Ted came over. Yeah. He was fine. He was like, ah, oh, the ball wasn't even that deep. It was right here. Cool. And then it, it's like, you know, when someone goes to you, it's like, Brayden, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine, but are you okay? And then you start to think like, <laughs> am, I okay? am I okay? Yeah. That's kind of what Ted DiBiase did here to You're Grimes. He's just trying to help Grimes out, man. Yeah. I just, I didn't like this this week. Yeah, you didn't like the, all, any of them? This was better. Just, I, I think the story is kind of a bit all over the place Mixed. now. Yeah. Yeah. Is Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick still with NXT WWE? Because yes. he, he was last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's interesting they didn't go any further. I just that. think we should have had more of Grimes being down in the dumps here, feeling the effects of what he had to do last week, being more, yes, sir, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, he didn't sir. care, is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> he should have been, oh, you've got to go in the water. Oh, okay, yes, sir. And being defeated. And then when Ted DiBiase pulls up, it's yeah. like, hey, kid, like, you're better than this. You can then have him start to pick himself up and be like, yeah, I am better than this. And fuck this guy. And I'm going to get that title. Mm. You know, it should have been Grimes should have had some empathy for Drake Maverick. Like even in the beginning when he's like just about to caddy for for L.A. Knight, he could be like on his phone, like giving Drake Maverick like stock advice or something. Money. Can I transfer you something? Can I get anything? I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad. I got I got to go. And he'd be like, who are you talking to? Are you talking to no one? No one. And then he finds out he was helping him or giving him money or I don't know. Like literally they just ignored something. They just ignored it. Yeah. Okay. I see what you I see what you mean. But damn. Uh, we go to Ridge Holland and the boys, and they're leaving. And the one of the interviewers is not Dan Matha now, but we have someone else who runs up at people. Hey, hey, can I? Why did you do this? Why did you? Why did you? Yeah. What, Ridge, what do you? Why did you attack them? None of your business, says Ridge. Champa and Thatcher, they're not the first people I smash up, and they won't be the last. As he walks off, and they get in their car and drive off. Uh, yeah, I wish the interview asked Ridge where he got his nice, uh, tight black jeans. Oh, yeah? They look nice. He, he Skinny looked good. jeans. He looked good with his hat skin- on as yeah, well. Yeah, he's got a nice hat. He's got a good look. Like the go- Those are golf hats, no? Uh, kind of? Yeah, flat cap, old man hat. Yeah, the old man hat, yeah. Mm. They're in style still. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. rocks it. He definitely does. He yeah. sounded good, I thought. He sounded scary. He sounded scary. He sounded like a, like a Guy Ritchie villain. Guy Ritchie villain, yeah, yeah, okay, like 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 from a Brit gangster movie. He, yeah, he definitely fits Peaky that. Blinders, that kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hat. Yeah, he throws that hat at someone could mm. be dangerous. Could but. be a loaded hat. Start do, doing the headbutt with the loaded hat. <laughs> he puts the hat on. The he's got. They they said the was it the Yorkshire kiss? I think Barrett yeah. called it. But yeah. he puts the hat on. Boom. Where he keeps got like, fucking it? stones and knives in yeah, there. Yeah, don't you keep the blades yeah. in the hat? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I think he's pretty scary. 
So yeah, uh, yeah it's it's Oni hanging around with Pete, and then it, <laughs> Rich. I, I think they look. He looks good in the group as yeah. well. Uh, get Danny back there as well. It is just these four four fucking mental lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. These look like you see these guys getting on a bus to go to a footy game, and like if their team doesn't win, like or you don't you walk in you walk into the pub with the wrong jersey on. Yeah, this guy's gonna like break my kneecaps yeah. or something. <laughs> you remind Rich Holland's Vinnie Jones. <laughs> yeah, he's got that vibe for sure. <laughs> like he's really funny and seems really cool and stuff. But if you're not on his side. You don't want to hang around. Yeah, you don't want to hang around. He's Ridge Holland, bitch, essentially. Uh, wasn't that the juggernaut? Was that Vinnie Jones? Yeah. I'm the juggernaut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, he's totally... It's it's great. I love it. So we go to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, here we go. They come down to the ring and Raquel Gonzalez has the microphone, the champ. She says, I've beaten everyone. There is to be here. Who's next here in NXT? Step up to the plate. She then speaks in her native tongue, Spanish. She calls herself the Chingona of all WWE. And no one can step to me. No one. Dakota Kai wants to speak. She grabs a microphone and says, Raquel, you debuted 18 months ago. And you've been more dominant in 18 months than Charlotte, than Asuka, than Shayna. You've defeated everyone. You've defeated Io Shirai, Ember, everyone in your path you've beaten. And the women's division in NXT is the greatest because of one woman. So who is bad enough to come down here? And there were some great teases where she like puts her hand on her shoulder. She Mm -hmm. grabs her hand. There's lots of small little pauses and moments. But Dakota is yelling, anyone back there who wants to face Raquel, come on down, face us. But no one's answering the challenge. So they're celebrating, and Dakota says, Raquel, as long as I have your back, you will always be champion. And then the music hits, and they celebrate. They're posing. Raquel goes up on the apron. She's posing with the title, gets back down, turns around and eats a flying kick to the face from Dakota Kai. Oh, the crowd cheers. The crowd goes wild here as uh, she grabs the title and says, I'm the I'm, I'm woman enough. I'm the woman who will beat you. I'm the woman enough. And basically says the, the, the women's division is great because of one woman. It ain't you. It's me. And then walks up the a- entrance ramp, kind of looks back. And goes off. But what a great segment. Oh, this was fantastic. Um, we we all know a turn is coming. We all know this match is coming eventually. Yeah. It's a matter of when. Very much like the Jericho Owens thing. You're, you're waiting for those teases. And, and they've been doing the teases very subtly over the weeks. It's only been little glances. So as this segment was going on, I was thinking, okay... The turn might not be tonight, but they might start being heavily planting those seeds with lines like, as long as I have your back, you will always be champion. And you're right. She kept on doing the, like, she then held her hand and turned and you're like, all right, she's going to pull her into a forearm uh, and oh, nothing. It's very AEW. 
Remember yeah, the, exactly, the, the the revolution, Kenny and Hangman versus the Bucks. There was like five different things that they kept teasing. That it never, looks like they're going to do a super kick yeah, or a buck shot. It was kind of similar. It was to very that. like that, and they kept playing you. And then this was almost the equivalent of the logo at the end of the yes, show coming up because yes. they're playing the music. And what's great is normally you see them positioning themselves to do the turn as she was doing throughout this promo, whereas. Just to, re, sorry, Raquel just kind of stood in the corner. I wasn't expecting this flying kick at all. The camera wasn't on. It her. came out of nowhere. Really caught me off guard, and I, I thought this was brilliant. I yelled, "This! I'm so happy I wasn't spoiled on this because yeah. this really worked." And uh, I'm happy for Dakota. And Dakota seems to be the baby face here, even though she's the one that did the turn. The way. Vic didn't say anything. Like, normally you'd be like, Vic, Dakota, what are you doing? It was Wade Barrett going, yes, Dakota, seize that opportunity. You've been in the background far too long. The whole crowd chanting, Dakota, Dakota. Yeah, I think everyone recognizes she's been in NXT a long time. And she's always been the bridesmaid. Always, always. Yeah, I mean, she she had some some definite heat in the indies. Like, she was killing it and then got souped up and it was such a, like, oh, are they going to waste her? And we we covered the Shayna, whole Shayna storyline. Dakota's been through so much here and then got, like, put in the side piece role to Raquel. And then we knew that this would eventually happen. And it was almost like, oh, man, how are they going to do this? How are they going to do it? And they totally, like, yeah, we were just waiting for it, essentially. And then they, they teased us that it wasn't happening tonight. And then it's like, and now it happens. It was great. And even the character of Dakota, it feels like she's been waiting maybe the entire 18 months being like, yeah, this woman's dominant. I'm, I'm going to get her to be champion and I'm going to wait and wait until the moment's right to, to strike. Yeah. Uh, I, this was great. This is yeah. what I love in wrestling. I love yeah. shit like this. Yeah. So happy. Uh, if, if you just read this, and read the spoilers of how it used to be in NXT, where we would try to avoid tapings and stuff. You'd be like, okay, cool, Dakota Kai. But if you actually like watched the segment, it was well done. Everyone did their part. Even the way it was the camera work that definitely helped it. Because you mm. thought, okay, well, it's not happening tonight. Maybe they're doing this to tease next week. No, boom, gets kicked in the head. It's like, ah, they got me again. Love it. Love when they get you. The crowd were great as well. That I think there's one girl in the crowd who, when Dakota <laughs> starts running for the kick, you yeah. just hear this. Ah! it's like when seth turned on the shield you can hear one guy no (laughs) and you're like wait what's happening and then the chair yeah it was like that uh well done well done i like a good turn in wrestling and this this wrote itself really i mean you know what i always say you know what i always said i said it all the time dakota kai gets me hot (laughs) And I can't wait. I mean, I kind of feel this should have closed the show. Yeah. But I also feel maybe it would have telegraphed it a bit more if it did. Um, but this this was the the biggest thing of, of the show for me. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe if you put it at the end, it would have... Obviously, we would have knew it was coming. I mean, we knew it was coming, but they still did a great great job. One of the best segments this year from, from, yep. from NXT, honestly. I, I really got into it. And it makes me want to watch this match so bad. And it's obviously going to have to happen at TakeOver 36, so a few weeks away. But great time to build it this even show more. show is looking great. Yeah. Uh, does Dakota take it? She I should. think so. I think so. Yeah, she should. Kick her in the head. 
Yeah. Team Kick, Evie, let's go, Dakota. Yeah, I'm super into that match. Um, but great segment. Probably the best part of the show. It was. I yeah, think. 100%. Definitely check it out if you have it. So we go from that to Adam Cole backstage. And he says, lately, everyone just wants to attach themselves to me. We had Kyle practically screaming my name. And Reed says, I'm a rebound. Are you kidding me? I'm not a rebound. I'm the top of the mountain. And you're going to fall off. You lost the title because you're not good enough, Reed. I don't care about your 14-year journey. Uh, he's going to beat him tonight. He, he should have said, I don't care about your wife. <laughs> Stop talking about your wife. <laughs> Bronson Reed's like Chance the Rapper. He just loves talking about his wife all the time. But Reed versus Adam Cole tonight. I swear, Adam, I say the broken record. Adam Cole can be like, yeah, you need me to say anything? All right, I'll, I'll sell him on it. because he's oh, definitely he's, he's fantastic. One of the best talkers going 100%. full stop in wrestling, for sure. Uh, which again, you then, then Britt Baker, every time she talks on AEW, I'm like, damn, you were amazing. So something's going on in that couple. They know what they're doing. Do you think they oh, just yeah. study promo work nonstop? Cause they're like the kings of it. Honestly. Long journeys. They're just coming yeah. up with things. Oh, things. Yeah. They're like cut a promo on that car over there <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> While other people are playing I spy. Yeah. What do real, what do, what do normal couples do? Like they go on dates. What are the, these two? No, we're doing promo classes. Yeah, but we're already on the top of the game. Well, how do you get better? Keep doing it. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know if that's what they do. Um, I I told you there's a clip of them with Anthony Bourdain. It's maybe like three minutes where they're just talking about. They have to explain. They have to sell him on wrestling. On wrestling. And it's like they cut a promo on wrestling. I'm right. like, God damn it! You're so good, yeah. Britt Baker and Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, good stuff. We go to Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. They're in like a, the PC. They're at a gym. They're training in a ring. And Zoe says, hey, EO, we are the NXT Women's Ch- Tag Champions. And I think we should get close. We should become friends. And EO says, no thanks. And just tries to leave. And Zoe's like, whoa, whoa. What's, what are you, what's going on? We're champs. What are we doing? And EO says her line, I respect you, but I don't like you. Well, you don't like me yet. Says Zoe. So let's hang out and we can, we can learn to, we can be, we can, we don't have to be friends, but we have to get along because we're champions. We can, we're a team. So EO says, fine. So Zoe says, all right, I promise you won't regret it. We're going to have a great time. And EO walks off. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> Look, I, I'm like you. I love EO Shirai. She's fantastic. Zoe Stark's been very impressive. Uh, I like these two as a team. But I don't get this. I've never got that they don't like each other. They keep helping each other a lot. Um, the whole EO line, I don't like you. I, I just don't believe. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't believe it at all. Um, I don't think there's much chemistry between these two. And like, are we going to get a, are we going to get them clubbing? Are we going to see them at the bar? Next, Where's she taking her? Next week. That's, what would you do? What would you take I, her? I, if we're going with this, I want vignettes of them at the bar, guys trying to pick them up, EO fucking just putting one through a table, <laughs> Zoe Stark ordering martinis for them both. I don't know. But yeah, there, there's no chemistry between these two. I don't understand why they don't like each other. Apparently, Wait a second. Wait, apparently whoa. they don't like each other. Whoa, whoa. Are you saying there's a tag team that don't get along? Yeah. They don't but like they each do other? get along. <laughs> They do get along, yeah, when they but wrestle. they keep telling us we don't get along. It's like, you seem to get along absolutely fine. You know I love Io. She's my all-time favorite, yeah. the GOAT. But she's kind of mean for no reason. Like, you've won another title because you've 
the situation? Wouldn't you be like, hey, you're all right. You're good. Yeah, it's 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 Eo, what's wrong? Are you being so mean, Eo? (laughs) Does this lead to Eo turning on her? And then Eo goes heel again? Like, I don't think so. I think Zoe maybe goes heel from this story. Like, they got, I think, I don't think they'll be champions for much longer. Like, they should, someone should beat them. If this is the story, it's not that a great story. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm not. All I know is we're going to keep this Eo in the tag title picture for a little while so that Dakota Kai can win the NXT women's title. And then we get this great program at a future takeover with, Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. And we can all be happy. All right. And have a fucking banger of a match. That's what I want. Fantasy booking NXT 101. Dakota, Io, let's go. That's what I want. But for now, Io's got to go to the club. <laughs> what do you yeah, say? they're going to the bar. <laughs> We're in JPL Orlando. JBL might be there. Orlando, where are we going? <laughs> Watching the game. Yeah. JBL's going to the game now. He doesn't got to go to the bar. The That's games true. are open. The games are open. Dome's open. Let's go. You going to the Jays yeah, this week? Go Jays, go. Yeah. We literally live two minutes from the Rogers Center. <laughs> the Sky Dome. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would be down with, with them going out and getting what do you what do you, what do you do to make new friends? Like what do you do to, to try to bond with someone? You go to the bar, yeah. You watch you, you watch a movie, it's not like really a game. Games like yeah. A, yeah, I don't know what's what's going on in Orlando. They got some fun stuff. Yeah. They could go They'll golfing. Hit Wall Street, won't they? They could go to like the golf course with Grimes in them. They oh. should be there next week. Yeah. <laughs> Doing fun stuff. Fun dating. Uh, so we go to a video camera running to the back. And it's like, again, one of someone like, hey, uh, what's going on over here? And it's Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. And Mandy kind of shuts the camera guy down. Like it's almost like TMZ. Like, uh, please get out of here. So it looks like Mandy Rose is still going all over the place trying to... She's scouting. But I kind of would like this team uh, of these three. These three? Yeah. They look like already look like it. Like I was like, okay, that looks like a unit here with Mandy as yeah. their, their leader, I, I think. So, yeah, I hope that's... I think it's a good go way to like start introducing these these women we've, we've seen just basically in enhancement roles. Yeah. Uh, gives them something, having them as a little faction or... Mandy's girls, I don't know. Mandy's girls? Mandy's girls. <laughs> <laughs> Frank in the chat says they should be called the Rose Garden. There you go. There you are. The Rose Garden. Because Gigi has, does something with a rose. Didn't she used to come out with it? I think so. Priscilla Kelly. Maybe, or she's yeah. got a tattoo of it, I think, as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, thought, I thought, hey, that interesting pairing, that could work. At, at least they're putting like work into the tag division here. Of like the women's tag division, we have titles. All people say, "Oh, the women's division." Well, yeah, we have t- tag titles too. So it's good that there's multiple teams. Absolutely, like all tag, uh, all tag yeah. divisions need yeah, to do yeah, this. Yeah. And you often see it's certainly what uh, has been the case at times in NXT, where it's, "Oh well, we've got two women, we've got two teams in this division right now." Yeah, and then we'll cycle one out and create a new team. Um, you've got the likes of Casey and Caden who are a firm tag team together. Now we're trying the Frankie Monet and um, Jesse Kamea thing. We've got Mandy's girls. Um, you're right. They're, they're bolstering it. <laughs> Mandy's girls. <laughs> That's it. That's what they better call it. What did we, we said though, the, when, before MSK were here, we thought they were going to be Johnny and the Rascals. <laughs> Johnny and the Rascals. That would have been it. That would have been sick. Oh yeah. We thought they were Johnny's ghost face. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 
that someone then listened to that like weeks later and went, fuck, that's a good idea. We should have <laughs> we went with that. So we go to our next match, which is a tag team match in the women's division. Casey Carter. Sorry. K- Casey Catanzaro and Caden, Caden Carter versus Frankie Monet and Jesse Kamea with Robert Stone. Uh, Frankie and Jesse do their entrance and Frankie's like in the front doing this whole like pose and is kind of like telling Jesse like do it with me and her her hands are like in Robert Stone's face like pushing him out of the screen the frame and Jesse kind of is like doing the, the pose too it was kind of funny kind of awkward uh, but then Jesse Kamea is in the ring with uh, Kaden and they're going back and forth there's a series of roll-ups there's then Casey and Kaden who are hitting double team moves like drop downs and and stuff uh, Casey's in with Frankie and Frankie is, is throwing Casey around the ring and then does the running like double knees, the meteor in the corner. And then these like head mat slams and punches and slaps. Stone then throws his purse, his clutch. His shoe, I think. No, he's got like a, like a, oh, his purse. Yeah. yeah. His purse, his man purse. He throws that at Frankie, like hits her with it. And he's like, use that. And she's kind of pissed off, which, then allows like this distraction and she ends up getting the, the, like the 450 neck breaker combo from Casey and Caden, which then they, they get the win. So this pissed off Frankie Monet and Jesse Kamea here. It's all because of Robert Stone. Uh, I don't know what he was doing throwing that thing in there. He should have known that he was she trying had, to help. He, yeah. He didn't, he didn't do a good job. Yeah. I, I was a bit confused with what is going on with Frankie and Robert Stone because I thought she, essentially took over the brand and kicked him out but he's still there but then they were saying that they are representing robert stone brand um he's gonna become definitely like a I, so i think uh fire frank brought up it's very like johnny bravo's character in impact that was following tyre valkyrie around all the time okay i think that's essentially what they're gonna do with Frankie and Robert Stone. Now he's he's fucked up and she'll just make him do whatever she wants. Mm, okay. um, the match was okay. I do like Casey and Caden as a team. I do think they, as annoying <laughs> as they are, I do think they've definitely, they definitely show some cool stuff that we don't see from the rest of the division. Their wrestling's great, yeah. Yeah. Um, Frankie Monet, I'm still, both, this whole thing I'm a bit unsure yeah. of right now. No, I, I didn't really care too much for this thing um i'm not so big on i have no issue with like you know the man purses and the mm. mercies or satchels i told you i went camping i went to this forest rave thing so i was like i need a fanny pack mm. so i i rocked a fanny pack uh, since first time since like being a kid or elf night so you gotta wear your fanny pack that mm. night too um and like fanny packs are comfortable so i'm like hey like no no you know indiana jones had a satchel it's fine oh I, i've had many but i do bag. love the i do love the 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 fanny pack but like not even around your waist but when you wear it like that right like a seatbelt. oh yeah, yeah yeah i got a glowy silvery one it doesn't match anything i wear i peacock so hard with it <laughs> it's great uh fantastic but i don't think he should have thrown it at her it's expensive he, he, he messed up yeah that robert stone we go to an interview wade barrett with the diamond mine and it's roderick strong with malcolm bivens representing the diamond mine with wade and Wade says, when Undisputed Era split, you split, basically. So uh, what's the deal with that, Roddy? He says, when you compete at the level I do, it's 90% mental and 10% physical. My 10% is better than everybody's 100%. And all the drama of Undisputed Era, I couldn't break through. 
until I got a call from Bivens, and he reminded me. And then Bivens pipes in and says, Roddy has been the best. He's not a number four, a number three, or a number two. He's a number one, which is pretty funny because I'm pretty sure last week we went through and ranked all the we were like, and three or four. <laughs> Sorry, Malcolm. We love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, he sent, then says, who would have thought? Wade says, well, Malcolm, it seems like you're engineering this for an opportunity at the Cruiserweight title. Well, yes, we are. But Fish is making noise. <laughs> Bivens asks Wade, do you like money? Wade Barrett says, yeah, uh, uh, I do. Well, this is a money match next week. Bobby Fish versus Roderick Strong. And Roddy chimes in, Bob, when I finish you, this is over. Bob, this is going to be Tim and Tom's Tim, Tom, and Bob. Tim, Tom, and Bob. Yeah, that works. There we go. There we go. Uh, so next week is Roddy and Fish. But uh, I I didn't like um, Roddy's... Roddy's thing was kind of the, what is it? Will Ferrell in the only, something about percentages and something. Uh, it, it didn't, it was kind of all, oh no, sorry. Is it Anchorman? It only works 10% of the time, right, 60% okay. of the time, every time. It's like, you were going about percentages. Are you, you're going to Scott Steiner territory. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. But Malcolm Bivens talking, which I think maybe he should have just talked a bit more than Roddy. Malcolm is like, yo, stop disrespecting Roderick Strong because he's been the best worker for a long time. Is what he was trying to say, yeah. but then Roddy, they're letting not. I love Roddy, but sometimes he's not the best at talking. When you have Bivens right there, why don't you just let him? And that, yeah, do the talking. No, I, I agree. I I love Roddy. He's he's one of the best. Legit, wrestlers. like that's so good. I've seen it. I like what Bivens was saying, and what I've seen on 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 Twitter the past few days. There was a random. I think it was his birthday. I think I shared the same birthday with Roddy right. Strong actually yesterday. People were like, "Yo, don't." Forget, like, since early 2000s, mid-2000s, this guy's been wrestling like a friggin' machine. Mm. And he's great. And what he's not wrong. Like, when it comes to the mat wrestling, he's legit. He's great. Great. The At this stage, he needs to be better on the mic. He needs to be. And he's got a Malcolm Bivens there, but really, a Roderick Strong at this stage in his career shouldn't need a Malcolm Bivens to talk for him. And unfortunately here, when he did speak, it lowered him for me i don't think he sounded good and he could hide behind doing the comedy in undisputed era and being just like funny roddy he's a serious character now and he he really needs to work on it because i I didn't really buy it and it's such a shame because i love roderick strong i think he's fantastic the idea of a kishida match is great yes um but there's not enough he's not i guess a good enough actor to really make this this match would be bigger. Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, Undisputed Era were a top act. Nah, don't care about it. Exactly. We don't care about it. It should be bigger, though, because it because of their history. But it feels just thrown together. I don't really get their beef with each other. Um, I'll say And yeah. the acting hasn't been good enough. Him talking here was, was not a strong suit for that. And we've been saying that, again, if you've watched Roddy on the indies or anything, like he's not, he's not known for his talking. Mm. But when you go bell to bell, like, man, I would watch him wrestle anyone, honestly. Legit. So Bivens being the mouthpiece is like, great. This is a perfect pairing. And then they just let him talk before Bivens. So I'm mm. like, ah, like literally Bivens says all the things which Roddy I, says. Which I don't, is yeah. kind of what I mean with the Bobby Fish thing. It's 
Roddy has to speak because it's Bobby Fish. Yeah. And they, therefore, it's kind of the wrong feud to do. Yeah. Whereas if it was just a Kushida and Malcolm Bivens is the associate, Roddy can sit back. But because of the emotional attachment between the two, you I do guess. need to hear from I Roddy. Guess. Well, that's and what it I, sucked. Yeah. I, I, like, Roddy and Bobby, they'll have a match next week. I'm saying, oh, I don't really care. I, I really don't. But I'm sure, hey, mate, it might be a, a fun match. And you know what? There is some interest in there. But. My interest is in Kushida, Roderick Strong. 100%. Put it on TakeOver, Cruiserweight title. That could be a show stealer. That's what it – give them 20 minutes. Let them kill it. Show them what – you. Kushida isn't cutting promos really here on NXT. Neither is Roddy. Put them in the ring and they'll show us why they belong. So we're likely to have uh, Cross versus Joe. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think Kushida and Bobby – and Roddy – You've got Cole and Kyle. Well, there's a next match announcement we'll get to next segment. Exactly, so, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Roddy Kushida needs to happen and it is gonna happen and it should be on this takeover, because uh, I'll 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 take this uh this promo from Roddy, I'll pretend it didn't happen mm-hmm. and I'll go forward because that sounds like money and take my money. Roddy versus Kushida on a takeover. Please, 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 Triple H, Shawn Michaels, whoever it is, please. Well, if they're not going to give us that, which I think they will, they are giving us something else. And that's the next segment where it's Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and William Regal talking about the NXT UK Championship. Walter had a recent injury, so he had to postpone his rematch for the title against Ilya Dragunov, which is a highly anticipated rematch. Match the year for many people. yeah. Yeah. So they they can't do this match. It's been postponed. So Triple H, Sean Regal, and Johnny Sate have all talked about a possible solution. And that solution is at TakeOver 36. Walter Dragunov 2. Oh, boy. I mean, that could certainly be that the show That is stealer. definitely <laughs> the show stealer, yes. Yeah. It's happening. This... I so hope they announce that this is in an arena and not at the CWC. I know. Because this takeover looks huge. Right. And this is the, this should be the homecoming. I know every, every yeah. wrestling company is having a homecoming right now, yeah. but this should be it with this card. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So Walter Dragon up to at takeover going to be nuts. Uh, it could, they could kill each other considering their last match. They killed each other. I cannot wait for this rematch. However, I'm so stoked for this match, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Obviously, we'll be covering this show. But this means that on the same card, Walter's in a match. Samoa Joe's in a match. Mm. Meaning they're in the same building at the same time for two different NXT world titles. Which means we're one step closer, guys, to getting that match. Here in NXT, we could do a champion versus champion Survivor Series type war games type thing. You, th- you think Walter will retain? Ooh, you think Walter loses to Dragonov? Absolutely not. No, I love that guy. He's sick. I, I could see Dragonov being the one to take it after that last him. match. Honestly, like yeah, he he could. But and it depends if you do if you want to move Walter to NXT full time. Oh please, or something like please. that. But then NXT UK, uh, if, NXT UK can be okay without him. Like he he, Walter should be the guy in wrestling. Full stop. Re- realistically, if they've got bigger plans for Walter, they're not worried about NXT UK. UK <laughs> I don't think. Uh, yeah, I mean, if Dragonov beats Walter 
this epic reign, that's pretty big and get definitely makes Dragonov like a sick guy over the, like he becomes the guy in NXT UK becomes the champ, which is great, which means Walter could go after the NXT title. Yeah. Samoa uh, Joe. Yeah. I mean, we never got Walter versus Finn. We got Finn challenging Roman now. Yeah. But, uh, Joe versus Walter is my dream match in WWE NXT. And now it's potentially on the table in the next it's, year. It's a potential. It could happen. Yeah. It could happen. And, well, yeah. But Dragon of Walter, that sounds nuts. That sounds crazy. Can't wait for that. Takeover does look stacked. Mm. Thank you, Triple H. You're so good. It was a birthday present to himself. We have a, one of these camera guys, again, chasing after Dakota Kai. Dakota, Dakota, please explain your actions. She turns to the camera, gives a little smile. And then runs out to her car to drive off because she ain't waiting around for Raquel. She's a baby face. It's great. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she is. She's the, the one with an edge, right? She's, She's like, like, ah. <laughs> yeah, the cheeky smile. I do think NXT, you kind of saw it with Aaliyah the other week when she turned on Robert Stone and had what I assume is her farewell. You definitely see the the kind of home talent, the the talent that Full Sail or CWC being like, we've watched you for so long, Dakota Kai. And that's almost what that wink is. It's to kind of those guys. It's like, yeah, it's my turn. Right. Yeah. I, I think she should be the baby face because I know kicking her friend in the head isn't really the most baby face thing to do, but there's no way people are cheering for Raquel, Raquel over, over Dakota. Absolutely. Yeah, Raquel not. has to be the, the heel. Yeah. So Raquel's got to beat her up and get some sort of, heal things going on the next few weeks but yeah dakota with the the smirk like <laughs> she's the star right now that's it love it that's right we go to our next match a tag team match imperium marcel bartel and fabian eichner versus top dollar and ashanti the adonis uh bartel and ashanti start off here and there's some pretty good fast like matt wrestling here drop downs lead frogs all that stuff until Ashanti gets caught into tilt-a-world, like, face-front gut-buster type move, which was great. Eichner's now in, and he's doing a series of arm drags and double teams. Top Dollar comes in and catches Eichner in midair, and then, like, slams him down here, backbreakers, and then hits sort of like a Triple H knee to the chest. Remember Triple H used to do that, like, high knee to, like, the face, the oh, chest? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little call there to, from Top Dollar. Uh, and then there's like this backdrop, lifting up suplex, dropkick combo from Ashanti and him. B-Fab jumps up on the apron at one point and Swerve is walking around. And uh, this allows Adonis to hit Bartel with a spine buster. So another Triple H call back there. Uh, and then there's a double dropkick, which we when we come back from commercial break from Imperium, now they have control. They're beating down on Ashanti. They go for the Euro bomb. But Ashanti counters that with a Huracan Rana and finally tags back in Top Dalla, who comes in. Uh, he gets, like, what, pulled on the ankle and then pulled into an ankle lock. Uh, Eichner does this huge backbreaker, which is very impressive. Uh, there's then sidewalk slams from Top Dalla. There's, what does he call it, the the Elway, the, the Top Dalla drop. Like, he does this kind of pose. The elbow drop? Yeah, and then does an elbow drop. Um, there's then a flapjack from Ashanti on Eichner, but... LDF come down and attack Swerve, sending him into the ring post and Ashanti, which leaves Top Dalla alone. He's trying to beat them up. He goes after them up the entrance ramp, leaving Ashanti now in the ring alone. And Imperium 
hit the Euro bomb, the power bomb uppercut combo, and they steal the win, all because of Legato del Fantasma. Ah. And uh, well, there's a beatdown after LDF take out Top Dalla with more super kicks. Swerve comes in with a save with a chair. Uh, Escobar hits a top rope missile drop kick to to Top Dollar in his suit. Yeah. and his shoes look so, great. Yeah, it was a flashy missile drop kick. But Swerve makes the save, so uh, this this match is now announced next week. That the the two Legado del Fantasma guys versus the two Hit Row guys, but. Uh, overall, this match, Imperium and Hit Row, we know Imperium are like technically sound, and we're still like we've seen Ashanti. We haven't seen Top Dollar do much, and I think they did a good job of Imperium doing what they do really well, and kind of seeing what Hit Row does really well. Absolutely, I I don't know Top Dollar like how long he's been wrestling or stuff, but yeah. uh, I think they choose the stuff he does pretty well. Um, he doesn't like watching Omos. On Raw, you know, where just everything looks awful. I right. Think, I think Top Dollar, he's not doing a whole lot, but he looks great in what he's doing. Yeah. And the characters work so well. Um, yeah, the match was good. I, I'm just interested in what's going on with this division. I think LDF and uh, and uh, Hiro should be good. Uh, but obviously the main thing here is it's Swerve and Escobar still. Yes. So clearly that's another match that is going to be added to TakeOver. Could that be on the take? Is 100%. this going to be a super TakeOver? It better be. Homecoming. Eight matches, five hours long. <laughs> I hate that they're just calling it TakeOver 36. Yeah. It's like, this should be in an arena. They're going to change it. You think so? Yeah. It's only four take weeks. TakeOver Homecoming, come on. Four weeks? I don't yeah. know. TakeOver, take-in. They've changed matches on the day. They can change it. Card subject to change. Yeah, exactly. Venue subject to change. Mm. Uh, I, I like this. It, it got it kind of helped get everything into place. It sucks that that hit row who are baby faces now come one hundred percent up against Imperium, but Imperium's got that thing going on with MSK. I think so. This clearly helps them get that win. So is Imperium. There's the- a lot of teams right now. You have got Tim and Tom as well who kicking yeah. around and. Well, I think it. I think it looks like they're going to go towards Imperium versus MSK at Takeover, and that means you could have the team of Imperium win the titles and be champs with Walter. Yes. Yeah, right. they did mention as well that's going to be the first time Walter is kind of back. And they've been sort of hinting at Big Boss being unhappy. Obviously, they kicked out um, Wolf. Alexander Wolf, and they had that loss to Breezango. And yeah, I, I could see them being on the show at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and MSK Imperium could be a good take if if that's the match uh, but i liked how hit row are instantly the good guys now and imperium obviously the bad guys but yeah. like it it's the way it has the oh, way 100%. It, yeah and santos escobar versus isaiah swerve scott at takeover needs to happen oh yeah so again this takeover is just absolutely stacked um so we go to the way they're backstage without Austin Theory. And they're like, where's Austin? And it's like, it's your fault. No, it's not your fault. It's my fault. And they say it's Indy's fault. And she says, well, no, it's not. It's it's your fault, Candice. They're all upset. But they get a, someone saying, Indy, we have something for you. As they give her this like package, this, this present. And as she un- unwraps it, unveils a drawing from Dexter. And it's a drawing of the way with Austin all happy with Dexter Loomis posing with them and in the top corner like walking into the sunset Austin Theory with his like hitchhiking <laughs> stick and sack on it like like a, what do you call those things like, like a satchel no what is it 
like the, Dick Whittington. Like they're thing, walking yeah. around, living town to town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're the way are freaked out that they have this this letter, this drawing from Dexter, and she shows them, and Johnny's like, "Oh no, oh no, oh hell no!" Doing his best Tracy Morgan, uh, and then he says, "This isn't happening. No, give me this." And she she says, "No, we need to give Dexter a chance. No, we can't give him a chance." Well, she says, "Everyone deserves a chance," and Johnny and Candace go, "Well, no chance, no chance in hell. You know how it goes. That's there's no chance." So there's a proposition. Next week, there will be a match. Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis. Wait, I know what you're thinking. Hold on. In a loser, love, love, love loser, her or lose her <laughs> Love match? her or lose her match. Yeah. Which means if Johnny beats Dexter, Indian Dexter, their love will be no more. She will be forbidden to see him, and she'll be okay with that. No more Dexter. It's over. But if Dexter beats Johnny, they got to give Dexter a chance, and he can join the way, it seems. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, we've had, uh, I think, Test and Shane McMahon had a love her. Yeah, you were talking about this when we watched this. Yeah. That- <laughs> we, th- this is, I think, did, did, Brian, uh, did Ken Shamrock and... Was the Ken Shamrock Val Venus one a love her or lose her? Wasn't it his sister? That was with, yeah, because he wanted him to, yeah, it's normally a jealous brother. (laughs) Wrestling's weird. (laughs) Wrestling's so weird. Love her or lose her match. So is Dexter joining the way? Of course. Of course. Dexter's got to win this. Poor Johnny. But Where's Theory? uh, Maybe main roster. He's in that purgatory right now (sighs) where he got called up and then they're like, wait. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Oh, it's more comedy. Dexter's got to join the way. Yeah. We're just, we're talking about this stack takeover and Johnny's doing comedy bits with Dexter again. Yeah. It's like, come on. Where's Johnny? He can bro- have a rest from a takeover. I guess. But you know, you can't have a takeover without Johnny takeover. Yeah. What are we going to do with that? Maybe Dexter joins the way and then it's, it's a multi- Tag, tag match. match and it's Dexter and Johnny. You know, it would make it even better if it was a multi-tag ladder match. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need a ladder match at this takeover, especially if it's going to be a big one. Okay, so Johnny and Dexter. Yeah. MSK. MSK Imperium. Imperium. LDF. LDF. Yeah. Oh, grizzled young vets. Just all of all the tag teams. Do the AEW tag battle royal. It yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, do do the ladder match with all these teams and Johnny and Dexter win the tag titles. Book it. Johnny and Dexter. Johnny John Dex. John Dex. Gargan Dex. Uh, yeah. Guard. I don't know. Dex. Yeah, Loom. 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 Loomis. <laughs> What's their ship name? Yeah, I don't know what would their what their thing be. We have, Index is really great. Index really is Gar-Gumis. perfect. Gargumis. <laughs> Gargumis. Gargumis. That sounds like some sort of dip. Gargumis. Gargamel? Gargumis? Baba Ganoush? Baba Ganoush is what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I, I, Lumgano is being suggested. Uh, well. Yeah. That's something you grate on your pasta, isn't Lungano. it? Lumgano. Yeah. I feel like I have now, once again, talked myself into booking Johnny... In something that won't happen, but damn it, Johnny and Dexter for tag champs that take over. Book it. Yeah, sorry, that's just the way. The way. <laughs> Book it. 
How do they keep getting me? I'm just a sucker for Johnny Gargano. We see Bronson Reed. He's ready for his main event match against Adam Cole later tonight. He is ready to go to SmackDown. We go to the last golf segment. Cameron Grimes, LA Knight. They're golfing, but LA Knight's a little flustered. He's taking his time. He's telling Grimes to calm down. Shut up. But another golf cart shows up, and it's got the Grizzle Young Vets uh, scarf on it. They show up. The Grizzle Young Vets are out golfing in their red, nice golf shirt-looking Zach Gibson, matching their their gear colors and stuff. Uh, so they are like, hey, come on. Get out of the way. They're, they're yelling at LA Knight. And Grimes kind of comes to the defensive night and says, just because he hit in the water in the trees and owes me $10,000, that doesn't matter. He's the million-dollar champion. Show him some respect and go start at hole one. And, uh, well, then they come up with, with a gamble here where the next person to sink in the hole can double that ten grand. So he's going to bet the, the tag team here this. So LA Knight says, all right, well, I guess we'll take that bet. And Grimes goes to set up to to take the swing. Was it LA Knight who again hits it into like the water at first? And Grimes is like, okay, I guess I got to take a swing. Yeah, LA Knight's this. not good at golf. No, apparently. For someone who really wanted to go golfing yeah. today, he's like not good. Like, he's yeah. getting rattled, I think. Yeah. Uh, so Cameron Grimes goes for it. And as he takes his swing... He on the up, on the downswing he hits LA Knight in the balls I guess on the up downswing and then as he brings it back up four after hitting it he hits LA Knight in the head it's some slapstick comedy here as the ball goes flying but I forgot to mention it's a golden million dollar golf ball that Grimes hits and it's a hole in one and they he turns around and LA Knight's like now holding his groin holding his face like he's been attacked and he's like what happened he's like what did they do to you did they do that to you so he chases off the grizzled young vets who are pretty pissed because they just lost a bet for 10 grand and i don't think all that nxt uk money can cover that so they get in their golf cart and they drive on off as cameron grimes and 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 la knight are like kind of now bonding a little bit here and he's like at them in the tag ladder match oh wow yeah that's right uh so Cameron Grimes says, I love golf. Who knew it could be this fun? Yeah. LA Knight did not have fun golfing at all. No, he didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I've said kind of everything yeah. on these segments tonight. This one was my favorite one, uh, but I, last week's were better. Yeah. Last week's were better. What will they do next? Though? I, I like the golf. I, I think I've mentioned, I've watched this show, Holy Moly. Mm-hmm. This holy moly is my new favorite. Like I should do a show on that because it's fantastic. It's way more exciting than this. You gotta like get the. You gotta run a course of some crazy. They got themed different ones. The ones a pirate ship, ones dinosaurs, ones all these things. And then you gotta get the putt in the in the thing. And it's gets me. I get into it. I don't like real. It's way more exciting. If real, this should be the real replace actual golf with holy moly. And, like, it would be the biggest fuck. Like, I want to do it. Like, how do I join? I know we get commercial with Simon Cowell saying Canada's got talent. But how do I join Holy Moly? There should be Holy Moly Canada. Google. Well, you got to watch it. It's a great show. It's so entertaining. But more entertaining than these golf vignettes. Where does the Butler thing go now that Ted DiBiase is, like, that thing happened? The Grizzled Young Bets happened. No Drake Maverick. But, like... Yeah, will we have a match with these guys in a couple of weeks, maybe? Grimes and... Maybe 
like Rizzle Young Vets show up in the in the vignettes next week or something as well. Which sucks because we figured the they were the MSK match down yeah, the line. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does this lead to yet another takeover match between Grimes and Knight? We'll get that match eventually, I think, on TV, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a stacked show. We've already got like nine matches and on And they already show. had a ladder match at the yep. last one, so. Yeah, yeah, they can do it on TV. Yeah, so they won't be in that ladder match because they just had a ladder yeah. match. And that breaks ladder match rules, yeah. I guess. You can't have that many ladder no. matches. No, you, you can't. As much as they try. <laughs> yeah, as many as they can. It's in their contract. Uh, so we saw a hole of one and it was great. We go, we get announcements for next week. The love her or lose her match is happening. We're also getting uh strong fish or rod fish, fish rod, Bobby fish versus Roderick strong and Trey Baxter versus Joe Gacy in the breakout tournament, which should be good too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not too bad. I don't read ahead, so I don't know what happens, but all the good stuff, spoiler stuff happened tonight, I guess. Now it's just well, we magic. Don't know. We haven't seen next week. Ah, true. Yeah. Main event time. Bronson Reed, the Colossal, versus Adam Cole. Right away, Reed is using his strength and just swatting Adam Cole out of the way. And then does the classic just sitting on the guy. He just squashes him, but in the literal sense, squashes him. Yeah, his foot's under the rope, though. Yeah. He could have just moved his leg and won this thing because Adam Cole wasn't moving. Yeah, the ref is like, "Uh, I'm not counting this. And Reed's like, what do you mean? He's like, your foot's under the rope. He's like, ah, I guess I'll get up. I thought it was funny. We go to commercial break. Uh, sorry, no. There's there's then climbing up top and Cole gets out of it and super kicks the back of his knee, making Reed fall to the mat. Then they go to break. When we come back, it's now Cole working on the leg and the knee of Bronson Reed, including a pretty, pretty dragon screw from Adam Cole. But Reed gets back to his feet, hits the, what do we call it? The ho train, the E train, the, yep. Reed, the Reed train. Freight train. Yeah, freight train for a near fall. There's a suplex lift from Adam Cole that's countered by Reed into this like spinning, jumping, twisting Samoan drop thing. Yeah, like a almost like a Death Valley driver Samoan drop. Yeah. Rotating thing. Look very cool. I do this in the pool a lot. Pool wrestling. It's summertime. Pool mm. wrestling is all about pool wrestling. And th- this is definitely, it's like a suplex lift that's like s- he's spinning and then su- Samoan drops the guy. It looked pretty awesome. But it's only a near fall. Adam Cole comes back with a shining wizard to the face for a near fall. There's then slaps and chops from Reed as they go back and forth. Cole kicks him away, jumps to the top, and hits the Panama Sunrise. And Reed does the whole backflip. It looks nuts. Uh, and then it's a kick out. So Cole is pissed off. He runs the ropes but eats this huge lariat from Reed. And then a powerbomb flattening him. Reed goes up for the tsunami. Cole gets out of the way, so no water in the pool. There's then a super kick to Reed, who's on his knees, and then the last shot with the exposed knee to the back of the head. Cole pins Reed. And, uh, I mean, it was an all right match, but it kind of leads to the angle afterwards, which I will just get into right now. Kyle O'Reilly attacks Adam Cole. He's even got a chair. He's beaten him with a chair. And then he moves the steel steps in the same way Adam Cole attacked him. And Brain Buster, Holy. which looked nasty, on the steps, just like Cole did to Kyle. Jeez. Just killing him. Looks nasty. He's got that killer instinct now. Uh, yeah. That's what he was looking that's for. That's what he was looking for all He needed along. to get some revenge. And he needed that killer instinct. Well, he got it here with that Brain Buster to the steps. Cole is out as NXT goes off the air with Kyle kind of just... 
looking real mean. Cool Kyle's looking pretty mean now. Yeah, over the, they did this last week with him. He's definitely found his edge now that he's looking forward to beat Cole. Um, the match was fine. Like There was nothing particularly wrong with it, just nothing really connected with me either. Um, not much of a feud between these yeah, two. Yeah. It didn't really feel like a main event for me. Um, although technically it was fine, I definitely would have ended with, thinking of it, looking at this show, I'd have ended with that Dakota yeah. Raquel angle. It just would have scouted it more. It I would find. have scouted it more, but I think it would have still been a big end. And you could have even done the logo trick at the end too. There you go. Yeah, you could um, But yeah, I, I thought this brain buster on the steps looked cool. The beat down from Kyle looked cool. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to their their rubber match. Yeah, which I assume is also at I would take over yeah, 36. Exactly. All the matches will happen. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I didn't get to inv- I, the, the the second half, especially when there's like I, I think it was after the break where like there was the stuff that actually happened, and of course like a, a Panama Sunrise, a Canadian destroyer, always looks good, especially on a dude as big as Bronson Reed. Mm. Very impressive, but. I, it didn't quite hit the way I kind of thought. And again, there is no story. It really is. You, you kind of knew this match was setting up for something to happen with Kyle and, and Cole. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like Kyle attacking him the same way Cole attacks him. So it does show that he's, he's not playing around anymore and he wants to, to hurt Adam Cole and wants to beat him. It's in his mindset. So that sets up that match really good. The highlights for me this week were Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And the Samoa Joe William Regal sets up, yeah, set up one hundred percent, yeah, and like that's it's setting up the takeover. So they did a great job in both of those angles, wanting me to believe to watch these match. Like Joe acting great, Regal acting great. I'll even say Dakota and Raquel were really good in their roles tonight. Just in general, over the whole show, majority of the acting is so much better, and I, I imagine that a lot of that's got to be down with the writing as well. Um, I don't know if they they get given a little bit more freedom or maybe the writers are just better at writing dialogue. But um, yeah, a lot of the out of ring segments worked for me this week. Yeah. Which is weird to say in a WWE product at times. Yeah. You just really love the golf. Oh yeah. That, that really <laughs> hit with me. You want, should we go golfing? Uh, sure. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. They're open. I don't know when, I don't know when we both got a day off we'll at the same tomorrow. time. Instead of Dark we'll, we'll just like not do AEW. Oh, not do AEW. Yeah, or Dark Knight Rises. Well, you golf like early, I would say. I'm not getting up early. Yeah, yeah. It's already, would, it's already do, gone midnight. Do they do afternoon golf? Probably. There's, there's a mini putt place near your work. Yeah, let's just go do there. Let's yeah. do that. Holy moly. Sorry. Our own holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you get it, your ball in the hole, you take a shot of the rocks to Love it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, yeah, we knew that like NXT was pre-taped. And yeah, we've been down on it, but... They announced a takeover. Hey, you've been down yeah, on it. I've, I've not been down I, on it. I've been down on it because I know we, we watch in this like bubble and, and stuff. But yeah, like it definitely, it definitely put all eyes for the wrong reasons of everyone being like, oh, people don't care about NXT. And it definitely like puts a little bit of a damper. But again, they put out a show that is still pretty solid and flew by completely. Mm. And I can't wait for this takeover. Uh, it, it definitely feels like a, a, a hyped up takeover. Absolutely. Like, like all the matches so far, Dragonov Walter, Cross Joe, uh, we're thinking Santos Swerve, we're thinking Kushida Strong. There's so many possibilities. Get a tag match in there. Oh, Cole and Kyle. So yep. like, yeah, stack show already. Oh, and Dakota versus Raquel. This, how many matches are on this? Card? I know. I don't know. Take over 36 Maybe they'll do matches. 
maybe they'll do a part one on Wednesday, on Tuesday, and part two on the Sunday or something. Oh yeah, they've done that before. Uh, That's a bit far away though, isn't weird. it? Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they'll just add a few matches. Just be longer. They've done six before. That's yeah. That's quite a lot of matches already. So maybe they will put some on just the Tuesday, just because. Yeah, that could make sense. Yeah, maybe make some of those matches. That tag ladder match we're just fantasy dreaming of for no reason. That'll probably be on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, split them out a little bit. But I'm excited. A lot of big matches to look forward to whenever they they air. And I hope they they somehow change their mind and get a crowd because it would yes. definitely help that. But that's what we thought of NXT from July 27th, 2021. What did you people think? Yeah, let's head over to the Facebook group. We put up our feedback on the Post Wrestling Forum and the Up Next Facebook group, which you should join, all of you. Do it now. What yeah. are you waiting for? Kona Reeves is the finest. That's the answer to the question. William Regal is general manager. That's how you get in. We have a Facebook group and we ask people like that. That's the question. And we just let you in anyways. Yeah. But that's the question. Everyone says William Regal is the finest in NXT. We're like, guys, do not. <laughs> All right. It's fine. Well, let's start off with Mr. Money in the Frank. BDE in the bank. Ooh. Frank. Fire Frank Sulo. Wholesome Ted for the win. Pull one out for the Raquel Dakota partnership. Joe and Cool Carl are very angry. Will Regal have to find a new protector? And why won't it be Ridge Holland? I'm here for Hit Row versus LDF next week. Takeover 36 is shaping up nicely already. And if Joe wins, this means we're getting Joe versus Pete for the title at some point. And that makes me smile. That is one of the matches that comes to mind. That's been teased. Because yeah. they tease everyone versus Joe. So, yeah. Uh, we go to Megan who writes in, that was tonight was a step up. Takeover 36 a.k.a. working title, is shaping up well. Opening tag felt like a mirror match with the brawl technical style meshing pretty well and Ridge Holland resurfacing after a long absence. The writing's been on the wall for two of the titles for a while. Samoa Joe got the green light and he's primed to pull off a three-peat, meaning three-time title. Dakota Kai got me higher than a satellite as she turned on Raquel Gonzalez. To the TPTB, good luck keeping her a heel. It will be impossible. What's the TPTB? The powers that be. Gotcha. Right. Carmelo Hayes is going to be someone to watch in the breakout tournament. The writing's been on the wall for the writing's been on the wall for a lot of things. Apparently, uh, Ted DiBiase giving the writings <laughs> on the wall. We haven't got to that film yet. No, we said we'd wait to do the, that last Spectre, one because when No Bond, Time to Die will yeah, come we'll out. Yeah. Uh, Megan ends with Cole Reed was a solid main event in the trilogy. Will look. Kyle O'Reilly looks to be forthcoming. Thank you, Megan. We go to TJ Sharp. I'm all for Joe being back in active competition, but honestly, I was hoping for a slower burn than what we got. Kai is two for two on killer turns, though this one was a lot more predictable than the last one. I'm all for it, though. If she ever does the bending arm stomp to Raquel like Baszler did to her, I'll mark out like crazy. Glad to see Rich Holland back from his nasty injury. Speaking of things that make you cringe, oh my God, Grimes, why are you going into the pond with your socks on? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> DBRC was as wholesome as you can get. Casey and Caden throwing up out some heel vibes. Also, whether intentional or not, the CWC was certainly treating O'Reilly like he was as well. <clears throat> yeah, I noticed some boos for O'Reilly there at the end. Well, because he's beating the guy yeah. up, so he's being a meanie. We're going to have to call him Lost His Cool Kyle. Ah. Uh, uh. We go to, I see on the forum, which is still kicking, MJ from NJ. 
He says, Works, work sucks, here I am, NXT on the background, thoughts on whatever I catch. A few weeks ago, I did not seem to like Hit Row's live performance as much as others. Tonight, I very much enjoyed their backstage tape segment. The group has infinite upside, never thought otherwise, but the tape backstage segment comes across better than the live long stuff. The Joe segment with Regal was great. Joe really delivered on the mic. What if the cross is raw stuff is really just a way to try and expose him to more fans and then hype him versus Joe, who already got more eyes on him than the main roster? Crass, yeah, cross booking blows, but if he's more over to mainstream fans, Joe can carry him and the match can be very hot come takeover. I don't agree with that. You're telling me book him against Jeff Hardy is going to make people more interested in in a takeover title match. Uh, I I see what you're saying, but uh, I don't know. MJ continues. Nothing annoys me more than a bad golf segment. This one hit every dad no, joke. I, what what he's saying is having him lose takes it the edge off when Joe wins. Like you're already weakening him, right? So yeah. it's not like Joe is burying Cross on his way out. Ah, uh, sure. Dakota. He says he doesn't like the golf segment. It hit every bad dad joke. By the way, that was three straight segments with no in ring. This is true. That Dakota Kai turn was awesome. I mean, who didn't see it coming a mile away, but really well performed. I compare this to LA Knight, one we saw a few weeks back that went on longer for less impact. I could get behind her as a rejuvenating the NXT women's division. I have not been the most positive on NXT lately, but I have to say tonight was a thoroughly enjoyable episode. A lot of non-wrestling, but I actually thought much of it landed. So he kind of says what we said. Like, hey, maybe the wrestling wasn't on total tonight, but yeah. We go to Adam from the street. A lot of great things happen in the show, but nobody had a better night than Penny Oleksiak. Bronze medal, six in her career, Canada's most decorated summer wow. Olympian. Wow. Shout out Penny. Go Canada, go. Yeah. Go team, go sports, go everything. Oh, I think there's one more here from, is it Dylan? Dylan. Yes, Dylan Grayson writes in, solid episode overall. Joe as an in-ring competitor is what we wanted. Kai Gonzalez is also what we all wanted. Carmelo Hayes looked great. Grimes was hilarious. GYV showed some comedy chops I didn't expect. Hit Row continues to be fire. Their loss tonight builds them up. Imperium without damaging their own brand too much. Angry Kyle is working for me. Hopefully he destroys Cole at TakeOver before Cole gets taken in the draft. So we losing Cole too. Perhaps, Who's going to go yeah. up? Are we going to lose all these people? Reed, Cross, Cole? Cole? Ra- Raquel, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. You're th- where's Cole? Where would Cole end up in WWE? Talking about how good he is on the mic, how good he is in the ring. But where's, where is he going to end up in, in the world of WWE? SmackDown. I prefer him on SmackDown. But uh, not everyone can go. We just got Finn on SmackDown. Yeah. We just got a lot of people Maybe on Raw Smackdown. then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Keep him here. Just keep him here. Go to AEW. Yeah. Like at this point, <laughs> there are so many guys like a, the Coles, Garganos, and Champers yeah. of the world. What where do we you do? Go, what do you do? That's with why them? we need this third show to have the good wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I mean, I'm saying this on a show that had golfing, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I want these guys because they were like the darlings of this, like what the PWG kind of indie era. It's like they're they're sick, but will they tie up with like? I don't want to see Omos in comedy feud with Adam that, Cole. That's why I think uh, it, it's great we're getting the feud between Cole and Kyle, but I think Undisputed Era as a unit were a missed opportunity on the main roster because that's that's how you debut. Like they're they've got the power in numbers, and hopefully by the point uh, if it if it works on the main roster as it did in NXT, you forget about Adam Cole's height. 
I think you just put Adam Cole on Raw, he would he would look so small against some of these guys that people wouldn't take him seriously. Have him as a faction beating up people, gain a bit of credibility, you look past it. Yeah, that is true. It it it, it, it wrote itself if you brought Undisputed Era up to the main roster, just like it, the Shield. It always just felt, yeah, yeah, night after Mania, have yeah. them come and take out huge. a top guy and you go, cool, these these are the guys. That like that Raw in, after Mania in 2019, that yeah. Raw after Mania sucked. Imagine that just was like, hey, why don't we just pull the trigger on these guys right now? Cole lost to Gargano. Boom. Done. You had that, what was it, Seth and Kofi? Because they both they were two faces. Yeah. They were meant to have a singles match. Yeah. You have the Undisputed Era run out, take them both out. Both the Immediately, you're, you can play them both on Raw and SmackDown, just taking yeah. out both. Which brand are they with? Yeah. But it's the... It's a missed opportunity now. They've yeah. all moved on. They're in different places. Bobby and Roddy, I fear, might be dropping further and further down. Right. Um, it's, it's unfortunate. It is interesting. I don't see what you do with Cole. Unfortunate era. Unfortunate Is what era. we're in right now, I guess. Mm. For those guys. I hope to see them. Go. I, I know these, some of these, Kyle and Cole will definitely rise to the top, wherever it may be. Like, Cole could potentially be... WWE champion, in my opinion, down the line. I don't care. Like, everyone There's goes, no oh, sh-. reason why he shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. So many of these guys. Yeah, like, honestly. And I know people are like, ah, he's so short. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. He's amazing. He's so good to watch. And if he were to be in an AEW, the limit. There's none. Like, the stuff yeah. he could be doing over there is, is crazy. I think about Gargano over there, too. I'm like, man, just leave. Yeah. Just go over there. And, like... You'd be having ah so many things. Kenny versus Cole. There's got to be though, Gargano these versus guys, Kenny. or maybe like I, I think NXT is a place that they can creatively fulfill themselves. Um, I think they probably have some input in their stories. Yeah. Um, they they seem to have a lot more freedom with their matches, so I can't see them feeling as frustrated as you would on the main roster. But you could see a Johnny Gargano being. Still never wrestled at WrestleMania. Same with Adam Cole. You know, been in this company as top guys for such a long time, and they still haven't even been in a multi-man tag match at Mania. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. But we're scared to let them go. Please never let them go. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, if Vince is in control, people like Cole or Johnny won't be pushed. Like, this is how it is. So... I guess they're just waiting. <laughs> yeah. God. They're just hanging around. Yeah. So we can. Because uh, those guys are really talented. All these guys here, and just because they're smaller does not mean they are not stars. Honestly, how many times do we see that? But instead, we still get Karrion Cross showing up, beaten by Jeff Hardy. I don't know. Uh, overall, I really thought they got... I, I was going into this episode being like, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be chill. And I'll just let it ride. And it did that, but they actually delivered on a lot of stuff. And I am legit hyped for TakeOver. So in a few weeks, four weeks, we'll be doing a TakeOver watch along and post show. So uh, all that fun stuff. Join us for these festivities. Absolutely. Yeah. TakeOver 36. They couldn't think of any other name. Well, we don't know yet. Maybe. It's a trick. Yeah. It's a trick. Uh, Thank you for listening to Up Next. We talk about NXT every week. We also talk about Dynamite. And we will be talking about Dynamite tomorrow night. We record BD Elite live on Twitch. And then uh, we put the podcast up on this feed. So come be our Dynamites after Dynamite. Um, and uh, we mentioned the Patreon. 
We got a tons of all these shows out, uh, everything in the back catalog, plus everything coming out August. So join August 1st, North American tier, and uh, you get access to everything. Yeah. You do? Yeah. So you should join us. Absolutely. And hang out with us uh, for all the podcasts that we do. We are talking all these things. Will Daniel Bryan show up in AEW? We can only can only hope. We can only we won't know until it happens. CM Punk, all that talk. It's crazy. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But now, you know, we talk about dream matches with Daniel Bryan and all that stuff, but Walter Joe is something that will happen. There's gonna be an in a crossover. Even just if they look at each other. That's all I'm all i want okay yeah dream matches is all i care about in wrestling find us on the socials at up next podcast join the facebook group the uh the up next facebook group join us leave feedback and you can find me at davy portman at davy portman done in reverse it's weird yeah uh i am at the bray d you can go and follow me on twitter and instagram and uh yeah thank you for listening and uh we'll catch you down the line thank you twitch room for hanging out with us on this tuesday night take care Goodbye, be safe, and Dakota Kai gets me high. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.